You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that has such a massive show, so much to cover that it's so early in the morning that we are here. A little bit tardy if you're watching us live, but if you're li- listening to our f- voices, then you got us right on time. I'm Ryan Knightsey. With me, as always, is the professional Scott Edwards. <laughs> Scott, how you doing? You know, Ryan, should have known this was going to happen. I think you deep down knew this was going to happen you just you know, you know you just wanted to be right or something and i'm not a fan of that <laughs> me wanted uh, to be right <laughs> who could have guessed yeah yeah it was kind of you know it's kind of bullshit uh but it's okay because now i'm awake i may have slept i don't i don't know if i slept through three alarms that doesn't <laughs> seem like me i i just feel like none of them probably played because okay here's the deal everybody yesterday i woke up at 3.30 a.m. ish, okay? Because mm-hmm. Stardom World Climax Day 1 started at 4 a.m. Eastern, okay? That, that's why we call you the professional. You got you got yes. work to do at 3 yes. in the morning. So I watched the show, great show, and then I had to go directly to work after. Go to work, come home, and I said, okay, I almost, you know, didn't make it to work alive, so I should probably take a nap. So I took a nap, slept for an hour. And then I proceeded to stay up until 5.30 a.m. today to watch the other Stardom show. Mm-hmm. And I realized when the other Stardom show was over that I had one hour of sleep in 24-hour span. And that is not great. So I just happened to sleep through alarms, I guess. I mean, I made sure they were set when I went to bed. And, you know, poor Ryan, you know, just you know, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a camera on me to know if I'm awake or not. But he probably figured it out about around nine thirty. He's like, oh, yeah, this, this guy's done. This, this guy's this guy's dead dead asleep. He, ever, he may never show up. And the problem is now, right? Is that well? There's not really a problem because I don't have anything to do. This is the show. Um, is that we now have to have one of our biggest shows of the year. Well, I'm on instead, instead, which is this is good because I was going to be on two hours of sleep. I'm now on four hours of sleep. So, I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Um, maybe the content will be better, but I didn't get to watch the one match that I was going to wake up earlier for. So it's driving me a little insane, but it's okay because no, it's not okay. What am I kidding? It's not okay. I'm not happy about it. I, I think, you know, s- I'm always I've always been someone that has been very adamant about sleeping. Um, If you if you know me in my personal life, I'm you know, I love sleep. Big fan of it. I'm big fan. I'm always sleep. I'm always. No, I am. I have. I've historically been someone that consistently consistently uh, tries to get seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Uh, I don't do well otherwise. I I told you right before we started. I got my sleep mask. I got my compression socks. Uh, 
I I've been described in the past. Look, man, I do this and it works perfectly. Your boy over here doesn't drink coffee. I don't drink tea. I don't drink energy drinks. I just get seven hours of sleep and I wake up and I'm good to go. That's just how my my body works. I just I get my seven hours. I go I go to bed like a vampire, as I've been described. Go to bed. And I wake up and then I'm this is the same energy as I had going to bed with. You know, that's wow. just you know, I, I, I that's my seven hour itch, baby. Um wow. so do I want, do you want me to do you want me to go get you a parade? I per, would prefer it. Or a sir. trophy. I would prefer it. Uh but I respect the effort, the work, the professionalism that goes into putting your your body, your mind, your soul on the line to to watch what is one of the greatest sports in 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 professional sporting history. I kind of fell apart at the end there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> professional wrestling. So well, I respect the move. I, I don't. I'm, not, I like I'm never going to gonna dunk. I'm never going to dunk on you for for not sleeping because of wrestling. You know what I like to say, Ryan? I'll sleep when I'm dead. That's true. That is true. And and uh, and luckily, thankfully, I'm not though. <laughs> I was so. going to say, I was like, I don't know how to transition out of that. Besides saying, thankfully, you're not. <laughs> well, I said it for you, but it's time to talk wrestling because that is what I am here to do. Yeah, that's what you woke up an hour late for to do. Hey, oh, <laughs> oh man, that one hurt a little bit. Yeah, you know I love you, Scotty. Um, well, let's talk some news first. Not really, not really a news week. I feels like everyone's just sort of ramping up for WrestleMania weekend and stuff. Well, you know what they say, Ryan. It's all about the game and how you play it. That is that is true. Uh, that is the n- big news story. You know, I, you know, if you put money down like a month ago, you could probably guess that this this was going to happen just based on. <clears throat> What you know? What sort of situation is happening around him? But it was announced by himself on first take with Stephen A. Smith uh, that Triple H is officially retiring from professional wrestling due to that cardiac event he had back in when was that September? I believe last fall, last last whenever it was, um, uh, where he uh, you know he went very much into detail. Is you know it's not COVID related. Basically, it's a he had he had viral pneumonia. His lungs got inflamed, and then he was basically his heart went to you know like twelve percent working capacity. You know this terrifying stuff. Ninety nine percent blockage in his left artery. <laughs> That's terrifying. Terrifying. Um. So now you know. Now he's. Uh, and it's also he talks about it's a genetic issue. His dad had a triple bypass at sixty two. His grandfather at seventy had a heart disease. Um, just found his great grandfather suddenly died at fifty two. Um, it's just something that's genetic in him. He's so because of that, he has a defibrillator in his chest now, still recovering. But no matter what, he's not wrestling ever again. He's done. He says, "quote I will never wrestle again. I'm back at the office. I'm fully focused on recruiting and development of our talent and the future." Whether that's building more performance centers, finding the next stud that's out there, it's creating the future. That's the biggest focus for me. I'm making sure that WWE is a success for generations to come. I believe his like official final match that is one not aired. I believe it's 
in Ryogoku Sumo Hall in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he's teaming with like Shinsuke Nakamura um, or something of the sort. And it's kind of wild to think about um, that. But I guess it's a little telling um, because I think it's better that way for someone like him who, you know, I think Triple H's legacy and which I think is really what we're going to be talking about here for a little brief moment is it's a complicated history, right? Because I, uh, you know, I've actually talked to a few people about this this week because triple H is, you know, of course a guy that, you know, some people didn't know were retired. Some people thought were already retired that don't really follow wrestling from day to day as much as of course I do. And you do. So mm-hmm. kind of, we're talking about legacy and how, you know, Bret Hart, you know, once said his career is like a four out of 10. Um, what's a great match that uh, Triple H ever had, but Triple H, you know, bless him for what he did with NXT. I think that's what I'll always remember him for more than anything because NXT provided me some of my favorite moments as a wrestling fan, um, that I'll never forget. And I know NXT getting knocked a lot from those days now, but I, I don't know, I thought it was a great time. Yeah, I don't need, I don't need to hear all the uh wrestle elitists be like oh my god i can't believe the main events had seven super kicks guess what every match does get over it uh all definitely true his last uh, ever match in wrestling was you're right in ryogoku <laughs> hall in tokyo shinsuke nakamura and triple h defeat the team of samoa joe and robert rude what a classic match that was that's actually kind of cool for the idea of him coaching up NXT and making NXT his own because those are three former NXT champions. He got to he got to finish up his career with you know three guys that he believed in. So I guess that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess on that merit alone, that's actually really it's better than ending it against the Undertaker and Kane. In Saudi Arabia. Well, I was about to so. say his his last five matches are also a good like summation of his career, or at least the mm-hmm. the latter half of his latter yeah. third maybe of his career. The last five uh, was this three four three of his last five matches were Saudi Arabia. Uh, one of them was Australia. One of them was uh, New East Rutherford, New Jersey. Can you tell me? Can you guess for me what his last five matches were, Scotty? Um, so East Rutherford, New Jersey. Is that a WrestleMania? It is a WrestleMania. This would be his last ever WrestleMania match. Okay, WrestleMania. What? What number is that? Uh, thirty-five. I think that was the oh, last. So, Bat- so Batista. Mm-hmm. That's Matt. That's his fourth, his second to last match ever. Australia was Cena. Mm-mm, that's incorrect. He did wrestle Cena at the greatest Royal Rumble. Okay. So I'm still Arabia. right here. Mm-hmm. I'm still right okay, here. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Uh, So was it the Undertaker? Undertaker was Australia. Okay. And then he fought Undertaker, Kane, and. Uh, team of shot mm-hmm. that it? yeah and then his last match ever super showdown 2019 and randy orton randy orton wow look at me i'm pretty good at this huh 
I got them all, just not in order. Yeah, not, you know, it, like I said, you know, a pretty good, you know, summation of his latter third of his career, I would say there. Um, yeah, no, you know, the like, you know, I, I, you know, you see a lot of people like tweeting out that like, it's like he's still around. Uh, the man's still around. He's definitely yeah, had a like died. Le- is he definitely had a legacy of a wrestling career. I think what the most interesting aspect to this for me is him saying, you know, fully focused on recruiting and development of our talent and the future. Um, and, just, and I'm just thinking to myself is like, is that, does that mean to me, that sounds like he's still a part of the performance center and still his yeah. job maintains recruitment. He's like the head recruiter, but he's not running NXT. Right. He's just recruiting people. That's HP Shizzle's job now. Yeah. Um, so is so is that so to me is like you know we've been wondering for a while now what is what where where has been Triple H how is he doing what's his role in the company to me that's the biggest you know two yeah. biggest news items Triple H is retiring but I would argue the bigger news item is him saying that right now he's focused on just recruiting and developing the talent and well they probably took everything with stress or potential stress off of his plate. Yeah, and you know he he loved NXT. We all know that, but you you just gotta think about it, right? NXT was probably a stressful job because you gotta make TV every week and you gotta worry about future plans. And you just you know there was probably a lot of stress there. You have to worry about your wrestlers getting called up and sucking, uh, <laughs> which is a, yeah. you know that's a deep one. But I I think it makes sense. Um, you know, we, we, we knew the heart stuff was bad. We, because, you know, we had the report that WWE released that he had emergency surgery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we never really knew. And now we do. And now a lot of it starts to make sense. I mean, sure. He was probably still punished for like losing to AEW, but at the same time, these were necessary yeah. um, moves to make. Um, they, they needed to get him off of there because he needed to not have to worry about that anymore. And I, I think my like real take on triple H is that one, it's a shame. He's clearly never going to get the keys to the kingdom. Now uh, that's just never happening. He just can't yeah. one. He one We didn't think it was going to happen anyways, but anymore, but well, two, say, he, on, on two he, counts on two counts. Yeah. Now he's not going to get the keys to the kingdom <laughs> and two, he just couldn't handle it with his heart. Um, so Interesting moving that way, but uh, what what Triple H will go down as is a one of the all-time stars in WWE history who was never the guy. That's what he will go down as. He was never the guy. There was always someone bigger and better than him. And I think that's okay. Um, he might not think that, but he got to play off the likes of Rock, mm-hmm. Austin, Sean, Stone Take Cold, Cena, Stone Cold. Um, you know, the list goes on and on, but that list right there is all you really need to know. Of like, he played off a who's who in the wrestling, at least in the WWE world, and it helped him in his career, of course. He had some big moments. Well, he had many big moments, a 14 time world champion. Uh, but I think a lot of other people remember him for his. Um, his booking or lack thereof in a sense uh, because he did have a legitimate reign of terror 
on <laughs> WWE in 2004, um, you know, with as the world champion. Mm-hmm. And do I think that is something that, you know, has decimated WWE to no repair? Clearly it's not. Um, they've done plenty of worse things uh, since then. But, you know, who knows? Who knows how many stars that could have made if Triple H didn't do what he did, um, if he just let a guy go over. I mean, the best example, and this is even during the Reign of Terror anymore, is he had that match with CM Punk at Night of Champions in 2011 when CM Punk was red hot. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he went over in that match. He should have never went over in that match. You know, bless Punk, he never lost the steam that he had ever. He, he was still red hot, but that's a perfect example. I mean, the Booker T match at WrestleMania goes without saying. There are countless matches where, you know, Triple H should have lost. But then, but then, credit where credit's due, you look at WrestleMania 30, and without him at WrestleMania 30, I don't think it goes over nearly as well as it did. You know, Daniel Bryan has to beat Triple H in the first match of the show, probably one of Triple H's best matches of his career, let's be honest, probably the last great match of his career. Um, Yeah, I don't even have to think about it. you know, those two had a really good match. Daniel Bryan plays, you know, just such an amazing baby face. Mm-hmm. But Triple H, was play, he, he played such a great heel, and it worked so perfectly well. And ultimately, it worked out in the end. You have that big moment at the end of the show. And I think without that match, you don't you don't get that. And uh, it's just interesting. Triple Like I said, Triple H has a very interesting legacy as a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has a very interesting legacy in his career total in pro wrestling. I think a lot of us can remember fond memories and not so fond memories. I mean, there's a lot of DX stuff that when I was a kid, I loved it. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Like I, I, and I'll always love it. You know, part of me will always, you know, watch their 2006 run. And I know some people, you know, make fun of it. It's like very juvenile, but some of it's very funny. And I had that. Uh, I would also argue that DX has been juvenile the entire well, run of their that's the <laughs> existence of a tag team. I had I had a uh, like the D Generation X anthology or something. Mm-hmm. Like they had a DVD and they had a specific DVD. And I watched the first one so much that I had to buy a second one because the discs like got all scratched and stuff because I was a kid. So like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. there's no way I wasn't scratching them. Uh, but yeah, that's my point though. There's a lot of cool moments that I can remember. Um, there's a lot of not so cool moments, but I guess that's goes with a lot of people's careers. You know, not everyone can be um, someone like the rock where, you know, they give wins to people. Um, not every, because a lot of people were afraid of losing their spot. And I think triple H more than any in the last 20 years outside of maybe Hulk Hogan was, you know, and I guess Hulk Hogan was pretty done by now, but mm-hmm. yeah, really no one more than Triple H was probably more scared of losing their spot. And you know, those people still exist. It's just people don't get that uh, sort of um, control. They don't get that creative control anymore. Wrestlers don't get that. And uh, you know, it is what it is, but He'll go down as a legend. He'll go down as a 14-time world champion. Mm-hmm. I'll remember him very fondly for what he did with NXT. And, yeah, that's that's about it. 
Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely had. I, I very much appreciate that that sort of run through his his career a little bit. That there, Scotty, he's he's definitely had a lot of highs, a lot of weird lows, a lot of like controversial moments throughout his career. But he's also like just seemingly done everything right. I mean, the big baby face, the big monster heel, the the whole like you said, the whole like Harley race, you know, world mm-hmm. champion heel run, the the um the tag team division with uh with him and uh Shawn Michaels there is you know he's done a whole lot of stuff and yeah I completely agree with you is that he's also like as a wrestler a very good politician and a very good um he he was at such the time you know that early 2000 era when you also you're bringing in WCW now he was there right. at such a perfect time for his own career because I feel like I mean, he was always kind of like still there before then, but I feel like really like around that early 2000s is when he started peaking up into the echelon. And that is also coincidentally when you start losing your your rocks, your Steve Austins. Um, yep. And so that was just perfect timing for him. He's you're completely right. He's going to come down as a as a obvious WWE legend. You know, he's you know, as many of the controversies also surrounding him and, you know, you could, I don't want to bring up all of them, but there's certainly a decent number of them. Um, and then, yeah, Mary, right. He married, right. Mary, right. You know, doing a good job there. Um, but yeah. And then, and then on the offhand is that the later half of his career as a creative, uh, head of NXT, um, you know, whatever this, whatever this interview sentence means in terms of that part of his career, you know, the wrestling is over, but where do we go? Obviously he's still recovering from this heart attack thing. Um, So where, you know, when he's, you know, he's recovered fully, will he ever fully recover? And if so, will he ever get back into sort of that creative development? Cause if, if ultimately that's also the end of his, you know, creative career and he's just i'm a head recruiter you know that's ultimately to me the most disappointing i think yeah you know you know he obviously saw something in the indies and saw how much money he was making you know whether or not you can argue there is a the wwe doing its chokehold thing but you know he saw ring of honor and was like look i want that thing well you can't have it okay well i'll make my own and maybe i'll steal all the wrestlers um but he you know that's what he did he built a, a fantastic brand that for many years was the if not only best thing about wwe for like five six years um, yeah, and it was great it was it, great. It was the, for me, it's the precursor to AEW. That's what that was more than anything. Mm-hmm. New Japan wasn't fitting the mold of like the replacement for AEW because New Japan's very different. Mm-hmm. Like it's very different from America TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really was. And, you know, I mean, we, we see it now, right? We see it on an uh, AEW television, it's NXT stars up and down the card. And truthfully, if Triple H could have done, you know, if he could have had the main roster, a lot of them would still be there. They would. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And I I do want to give Triple H credit. I mean, he helped, you know, provide a lot of my favorite wrestling moments and favorite wrestling matches. Um, You know, I saw – I'll never forget, like, watching – uh, the revival versus DIY, like mm-hmm. 
you know, he gave he gave those guys a shot and they delivered, right? That's what that's what takeovers were. Yeah. He gave people shots and they always delivered. I mean, NXT takeover the idea behind it, like if I was going to say like pay-per-view wise, almost always was a home run. Even when they had a lesser roster, mm-hmm. it almost always delivered. And I think he also deserves some credit, not like a ton of credit because ultimately it comes down to the wrestlers, but he let the women thrive before WWE's main roster ever did. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you don't have the four horsemen, it's a different conversation. But he let them go out there, and they stole the show. But they that, have, that's also before he got on the whole like indie kick of taking up people. You right. know, it was it was he. He was sca- taking some. Yeah, he was taking all. some. But he's you know they scouted out these women. He found them. He thought they were great wrestlers and put them out there and and yeah. gave a showcase for them. Yeah. And and he, I think a lot of people get upset with how. You know, Japanese talent are booked when they come into WWE. He booked them like megastars. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura was a megastar. Asuka might be the greatest star in the history of NXT. Io Shirai got treated very well. Kyrie Sane got treated very well. Like that, and and, the- and to put the uh, the other side of the coin there, looks what happens to the current Japanese wrestlers that exactly. are uh, on there when he's not Pork- there. I mean, poor Kushida, you know, he wasn't ready. He he probably, and don't get me wrong, his his uh, run was already scattered anyways. But now it's just, yeah, it's so much worse. It's just... He, Kushida came at the worst time possible. For, he, he really did. He really did. And it's, it, it's a shame in that sense. But overall, like, what I will credit, what I will remember Triple H for is NXT more than anything else, which is saying a lot because he had a lot of great, childhood moments for me you know he was in that jeff hardy uh armageddon match after all when when jeff hardy won the title Mm -hmm. um he was in a lot of matches that were very important to uh me growing as a fan so there's also that um aspect but you know overall you know i just hope i just hope he gets better because listening to that interview was you know it hurt like just mm-hmm. as a human being, yeah. Uh, but also, you know, you just kind of see it. It's Triple H, and you're like, oh well, this. Didn't expect him to like, you know, start breaking down, crying, or whatever, and it makes sense why. Uh, but yeah, I'm done talking about Triple H. Yeah, no, he uh, definitely had a a, a uh, fruitful career. You know, he's definitely had a a very long career. You know, this was you know it was already winding down, so. Uh, here's to Triple H. Here's to his career, uh, and hopefully he gets better. You're right. You know when you're that him breaking down like his mortality <laughs> just, and figuring it out that live on air is you know, you know it's a terrifying thing. And it is you know that's not something that us humans are quite capable of doing is thinking about mortality and uh, right. you know you never want to do that. And even when it's on the same breath, it's also like you know very interesting to watch someone as like as he even says, as someone as strong or whatever, you know, he's like for a lot of people, the embodiment of the big muscle juice head. Like here he is, you know, crying on TV. Uh, And it's just like, you respect that. You respect that game. You respect the game. And uh, here's the triple H. Hope he gets better. Um, Well, we got a bunch of other stuff uh, wrestling to review and preview Scotty. 
Um, I'm going to give you the option. To, so where do you want to start first? We got, uh, of course, we got major WrestleMania weekend shows like Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. We have uh, New Japan, uh, Impact, uh, TakeOver. We also have WrestleMania, the stupendous two-night event, premium live event that is WrestleMania. We have, of course, the reviews of both Night 1 and Night 2 of Stardom World Climax, and, of course, the New Japan Cup. We'll talk the semifinals, but also the finals as well. Where do you want to start, Scotty? Let's start. That's a lot of content that we need to get in, but let's start with the Cup. Start with the New Japan Cup. Uh, now, I you said, I think right before we start, did we say that before we when we were on air? I don't quite remember. But uh, I watched all of it. I think you said you haven't watched the finals, right? No, but we watched the semis. So let's talk about the semis real quick. So New Japan Cup semifinal match, Shingo Takagi versus... Oh, no, this is quarterfinal. What am I looking at this for? <laughs> Get out of here. Why am I looking at the quarterfinals? Did we talk quarterfinals? Oh, yeah, we did last week. We, t- we didn't talk about the match because we didn't see them, but we did talk results. Yes, uh, but let's talk about the semifinals. Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Shingo Takagi uh, in 19 minutes and 24 seconds, and Tetsuya Naito defeating Kazuchika Okada in 27 minutes and 42 seconds. Thoughts on either of those matches? Um, you know, I thought, hmm, where do I want to start? I thought one match was a lot better than the other. And I thought they were both very good. I mm-hmm. think I want to say that, but I thought one match was a lot better than the other. Uh, I guess we, you know, let's start with Okada and Naito. Um, it was a rematch, of course, from last month. So, you know, going into it, I was like, okay, well, I don't expect it to be as good, mm-hmm. first of all. Uh, but, it was still very good. It was very, they managed to make it different than that, which isn't shocking. I mean, you have two, you know, top all time wrestlers pretty mm-hmm. much going head to head, whose rivalry um, is now, I think, tied again. Um, and I just like the way they worked the match. Um, I think the clean Destino. In it was a really cool moment because, you know, we don't usually get the clean Destino. We usually have to have him work for it, but he ran right into it, and I kind of popped for that. Of course, he he didn't win off of it because it takes, like, seven. But uh, that was really good. And then the, um, the, the finishing minutes were really great, um, and I love that Naito again won with a roll-up. Like, I, I like yeah. that they kept the theme. Yeah, of the entire tournament of he's just kind of surviving. He's not winning with a finisher. He is surviving. And it, it made for an inciting match. And of course, he beat Kazuchika Okada, the IWGP world champion. And he was pretty much the only guy probably that could beat him without getting a title shot. So, yeah, no, uh, just like looking at the booking, it's definitely like, you know, you know, look at who Naito is in this booking. He's a guy that, you know, he's he's always his character has always been a guy that's always been constantly struggling and climbing to do these things. So doing that in the mini sort of fashion of, you know, these roll up pins and all these, you know, these surprise finishes for Naito completely makes sense of that character but it's also like who he is you know what it is yeah i was listening to uh voice of wrestling the other day and they talked about like you know just about these two having a match together having this match last month and this month uh they made a very good point of saying that like you know with naito kind of reaching the pinnacle at wrestle kingdom a couple years ago 
this is now sort of becoming like, oh yeah, this isn't, we're not going to really save this match for your Wrestle right. Kingdoms every once in a while. Right. Because we're going to have it a month ago, a month now, and we're going to have yeah. the match again because Naito just pinned the champion. So, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to have this match again at some point, you know, probably at Dominion, I, maybe not Dominion, but, you know, no, at some point I think, later. I think it's a match they actually hold off on. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is the type of thing that I, I you know, we kind of saw in Stardom's five star last year. Yeah. Where you had someone who had a title match beat the champion after the fact. Like Sayakamitani had her title match. Mm-hmm. She lost. Mm-hmm. Then she faced Tan Nakano and won, but she still had to go through a number one contenders match to actually get another title match. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of the booking here. Like, okay, well now they're one apiece, but uh, he lost the title match first. Yes. So that's kind of, you know, you could probably run back Naito eventually, but I think there are other challengers, of course, yep. for Okada, which, you know, we have one now, but um, you know, you got Tanahashi which is an obvious one, which they're probably saving for one of the big shows because never fails. That is your biggest match until, you know, they can't go no more. Um, You've got, you know, you get a lot of matches that you can do, um, but it is interesting of like the way they book it. That's why, you know, I saw Naito versus Okada. I was like, well, he can win because he's probably not going to get the title match. Mm -hmm. And I like his overall story of, you know, I need to, He's trying to get back to the Tokyo Dome main event. Yeah. That's Naito's story. And it's just such an easy story to tell of like, okay, so he's going to do really good in these tournaments, really good in these title matches. But does he ultimately get there? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, I don't really know what the story they go. And I think a lot of things matter on, you know, the borders opening and whatnot because you have a lot of options if that's the case yep but it's just an interesting story to tell from naito and it gives him something to do which i think no one's going to complain that tetsuya naito has something to do while not a champion yeah i think this match is definitely something we'll probably see in the g1 climax whether it be a opener of the tournament or a semi or final night sort of thing yeah Uh, i think he's a contender I think he is. I think, a contender. I think he's depending certain. on again the borders. I think it, that goes a long way in deciding who wins that G one. Yeah, I think if anything, you know, we'll talk about it. I guess more when we get to the finals. Looking back at the whole New Japan Cup sort of thing, this New Japan Cup. We I talked about it. We talked about it before the shows before the event started. Uh, that this cup is always the thing right after wrestle kingdom that revitalizes uh new japan for me uh it really especially this one feels like it's not just for me but for a lot of people for even the fans that are there you know you're getting the hoot the hooting hollering you're getting gasp from the crowds um you know this is the sort of these are the sort of matches that you know bring bring people back um And they're obviously continuing with Naito and Okada this year. You know, I just, you know, obviously suspect we'll get another, we'll get a title match, probably get a G1 climax match. Maybe they'll be in the same block or whatever. Um, you know, and then, yeah, I think you still have, you, and that could easily be like the sprinkling of the sizzling, yeah. boiling pot of water on Simmer as we uh, maybe try to get to back to Wrestle Kingdom and do that match again at Wrestle Kingdom. At that point, yeah. I'm unsure because they usually like saving matches till then. 
and not necessarily yeah. doing them throughout the year, but um, you never know. You never know yeah. if this new new age new age Dick Togo era of New Japan. Uh, the uh, one thing I have is I think we can walk away from the New Japan Cup saying they're as back as they're probably going to be without the borders opening, like without um, you know more talent coming over, mm-hmm. and it's been great. The New Japan Cup was a great, great time from ta- uh, from beginning to end. We had a couple match of the year contenders sprinkled in. We just had some really fucking good matches sprinkled in. It's exactly what you wanted, right? And oh, yeah. I want to talk about this uh, Shingo Takagi versus Zack Sabre Jr. match because I thought it was fantastic. I think... These two work together just as good as any duo, really, in New Japan right now. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. has, I think, I think a lot of people know he's been one of the best, if not the best, technical wrestlers in wrestling for a very long time mm-hmm. because the way he, you know, goes through his moves and the way he pretty much can catch you at any time. No one else can do that when it comes to technical wrestling and submissions and whatnot, but he's added another element of he's physical, right? He has the strikes and the violence. Yeah. He's, he's got the violence that Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson talks about all the time. Like that's why I think a lot of people see Brian Danielson as one of the best is because he can do the technician stuff. But then if you want, you want to go to a fight, he's going to not only bring the fight he might he might beat the snot out of you yeah and zach saber jr you know he doesn't look like a guy that might beat the snot out of you but he is a guy he's he's scrappy as all hell and if you're gonna fight shingo takagi you're gonna have to bring it and i thought these two have one of the best matches of the tournament Mm -hmm. um i think shingo takagi had two contenders for that um, in the first round and in his final round. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him for that. Um, and well, you know, the one with Hiromu is also great. So he just had himself a tournament once again. Uh, Shigo Takagi ain't stopping anytime soon, ladies and gents. Um, but it was really cool to see Zach because you want to talk about crowd getting into it. They were getting into it for this. And I thought they finished this match where Shingo's climbing to the top, trying to get Zach off the sleeper and he jumps back and he's like, Oh man. And then he locks that back in the sleeper and you know, he ultimately wins the match. I thought it was just such a great, great match. It was all action, right? The pace was amazing for uh, a match that has a guy doing mostly submissions. The pace was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And uh, it's exactly why you like, like, it's exactly why the New Japan Cup can be really good. Oh, yeah, fantastic. I think Shingo, Shingo and Will Ospreay, for me, I don't have an idea yet, but between the two of them, they are definitely like high contenders of MVP of the tournament uh, between both Shingo and, uh, and Will Ospreay. I'm looking at Shingo's matches. He had Shingo versus Ishii. Great, fantastic, amazing probably match of the tournament made for you know arguably for me maybe arguable for other people shingo versus tangaloa and chase owens ah, didn't see him. pretty they were good they were good yeah, i didn't see him 
Uh, Shingo versus Hiromu, and then Shingo versus Zack Sabre Jr. Also two great, fantastic matches. Will Ospreay, on the other hand, you know, he's having matches like uh, Bushi, the one Bushi match that I really I thought was fun. It was different. El Fantasmo, Sonata, and Zack Sabre Jr. Thank you. I don't think Will Ospreay's in the same conversation because that Sonata match was very weird. I think I um, think Shingo has higher highs, but I think he has slightly lower lows. Well, that's he didn't have nearly as good opponents, Ryan. <laughs> I was talking about Will Ospreay was against Bushi. What are you talking about, man? Okay, you said Tangaloa and Chase Owens. Get yourself <laughs> yeah, out of here. Uh, but it was a great. It was just. It was a great match. Uh, and I'm happy that Shingo's still in the prominent role. By the way, because I yeah. think a lot of people feared that he could kind of be dropped back down to like never open weight division. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly a main event star for good in New Japan. Yeah, I thought this match was fantastic. Fan flipping fantastic. Uh, just, you know, one of the best of the tournaments Zack Sabre Jr. Shingo Takagi had. Uh, you know, just like you you talked about a lot. You broke it all down a lot. It's just yeah, the- someone had a someone had a good take. Zack Sabre Jr. might be the best tournament wrestler in wrestling. Yeah. He just, no matter the tournament, he often becomes he's always a guy that people talk about. He's like, Oh, you know, Zach Saber Jr. is super underrated. And I'm like, no, he just, he was in a tag team all of 2021. He's been in a tag That's team what, for like two, three years now. Pretty much. And I think I, Zach Saber Jr. He's done enough to get a run. You know, I don't think, I don't think it's any question. He's very loyal. He didn't miss a tour for new Japan in a time where everyone missed a tour that wasn't Japanese pretty much. <laughs> Hell, a lot of Japanese talent missed some tours because of, you know, reasons that, you know, probably were out of their control, but that's just the truth. Zack Sabre Jr. was there every single show. He had great matches, whether it was tag team or singles. Mm-hmm. He deserves a run. If we're going to keep, you know, if you need a, if you want a Gaijin that's, a top star, I think Zack Sabre Jr. is as good as any right now. I mean, here's the, here's the matter of fact, though. You have three really great ones yeah, that have been, you know, around for a while. You've got Osprey, who's clearly their number one. But you have Jay White, who was number one before Osprey ever was, but Jay White's not around. Jay White hasn't been around. And you have Zack Sabre Jr. Um, you know, all great wrestlers. I think it's time that uh, Mr. Mr. Saber Jr. gets his time to shine. Well, he definitely got it uh, uh, in the finals of the New Japan Cup. Yes. Um, before we get to the finals match, I do just want to bring up, uh, I didn't know this, and I'm going to bring it up now just because I think it's hilariously funny and interesting. The seventh match in the show, Scotty, I don't know if you've saw this yet. I assume you have not uh, saw it on Twitter or anything. So you know how they were supposed to have a six-man tag of Stronghearts? Yeah, they put Fujinami in it. Yep, 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 Tatsumi Fujinami in it out of nowhere. Tatsumi Fujinami. Why not? Why Stronghearts. I think we're pretty locked in, though, right, to uh, El Lindemann running um, the best of the Super Juniors? I I mean, you gotta. You gotta put him in. It doesn't make perfect sense. I would be stunned if he wasn't in it at this point 
I would be and mad. You know, I would be mad if he wasn't it. You don't want to know yeah. why I would be mad if he wouldn't be in it? It's because if we can't get in him in it, then there's no way they're going to have English people in there or, or Americans in there. And that's going to well, be frustrating not, me. That's not the same. You know who? <laughs> I just want to be mad about it because freaking Noah is oh, bringing in Americans. Noah no, is bringing no, Americans okay, left and right. Okay, you, know who right. you know who they just announced I saw right before we started recording? Oh. Simon Gotch. Oh, Jesus. Okay, see, Ryan. <laughs> Why is Noah me... bringing in these guys? But, but I'm but, a new but, Japan can't. But, Ryan, I need to make this point that I, I was trying to nicely make yesterday in the Discord. They're not bringing anyone over that's that good. Chris Ridgway is probably the best wrestler of them all. Like, it's not like they're bringing over Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. They're bringing over Ninja Mac. Shout out Ninja Mac, guys. You know, he's cool. But you, you, no, let's just. I know, but it's, I don't, it's I don't bottom of the barrel for, American I don't wrestlers. Need, I don't need the main stars of the collective. I want the real stars that, you know, are on other wrestling, are but are participating in one or two matches from the collective. Mm-hmm. I don't want the collective. I want the outsiders who come in for the collective. That's what I want, I want Ryan. Blood sport wrestler Simon Gotch showing up. I think we're gonna get him. I think we're gonna get him. Yeah, um, but was the there mo- any announcements on that show uh, for the Today? best of Super Juniors? No, there was not. I didn't know if there was any like you know because they do the big schedule announcements and whatnot. I didn't know if no, they. I mean, they definitely like announced more uh, shows. <laughs> so uh, let's see. They have uh, Hyper Battle Hyper Drive, Hyper Battle happening April third to the ninth. Um, and then they also have an- another golden fight series happening from the 18th to the 28th. Wrestling Dantaku is May 1st um, in Fukuoka. Um, and that's, you know, that's pretty much pretty much all you got. All you got there. You have to wait a bit then. Yeah, no. Uh, when did They announced the dates for Best of Super Juniors, right? Uh, yeah. Why is it not on their schedule list then? Because it's not soon. Yeah, it's in like June or something, right? I think it starts in May. Oh, it starts in May. Hmm. After oh. Wrestling Dotaku. Oh, so that's what it is. Yeah, Wrestling Dotaku is May 1st. So we have plenty of time. We're not going to be getting it anything. May 15th. We're not getting any Best of Super Junior stuff for a long time. And concludes on June 3rd. Which is interesting, though. Uh, about Mesa Super Juniors because I was seeing somewhere because they were talking about how um, Ryu Lee has a uh, uh, show um, during Best of Super Juniors in Mexico. Damn it! So and 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 uh, Lucha Blog was tweeting out saying that like you know typically if they're in Best of Super Juniors they typically know by now. Uh, so it's looking looking like he won't be in there. Now it is Lucha, and you never know <laughs> Lucha. He could just not go whatsoever. They might just keep Give advertising him. Me, Leo Rush. Yeah, there's a lot of people won't be in there. Uh, Give if- me Clark Connors, TJP, Chris Bay. Just give me anyone at this point. Something. <laughs> so let's give me something different. Uh, L. Lindemann. Uh, finals of the New Japan Cup was, of course, Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Tetsuya Naito in 24 minutes and 43 seconds of the Zack Driver. Not a submission, but a, a finishing move in the Zack Driver. 
This match was great. Scotty. Was, I saw very high praise. It was very match. good. I it wasn't a, you know, I don't think I don't think it was the best Zack Sabre Jr. match. I think the Shingo match is really good. The Osprey match is really good. But this match was definitely still up there. The three match stretch for Zack Sabre Jr. has been one of the most fantastic runs of matches I've I've seen in a while. Um, this guy just putting in fantastic work with all three guys. You get a good, yeah, and they've all been sort of similar matches, I guess, in a sense. You know, the Osprey matches, of course, working that submission with the big uh, uh, finale of uh, oh, I tapped him out. Oh no, you didn't. The Shingo match is more violent, more hard hitting, but still doing that submission here. And here, of course, Zack Sabre Jr.'s working those knees, baby. If you're against Naito, you know, for a fact, you got to be working them knees. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's working the knees the whole time. Uh, but Naito, Naito does a really good job of like constantly trying to go for roll ups, constantly uh, converting oh, moves into destinos. Uh, and other fit signature moves of Naito, but it's Zack Sabre Jr. that ultimately gets the Zack driver on him. Uh, it was just, re- it was beautiful. I, it was not only that, but I think it like started with a PK. So then when you People. get Chris Charlton going like, he's gonna get, he's got it, it's coming home. And there's uh, a I huge applause of everything. I can't it's, wait to watch it. It's, um, it is a fantastic finale. Especially as the crowds, you know, start to, wake up a little more in mm-hmm. that sense like it's really exciting mm-hmm. uh i saw a lot so yeah i saw a lot of credit for this because the match ended before i ever went to bed um but i saw a lot of great praise for it but i also saw a lot of complaints you know do you want to know why i saw complaints about this match no it's just just ask why 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 are you seeing complaints i got a lot of people going Bushira, what the fuck? Why are you starting this in the middle of Kyrie's match? <laughs> and then everyone's like, how do you not schedule this? How do you not know to have these two separated? And they would have been separated had uh, there not been an intermission. But there was an intermission. So that happened. And I thought it was very funny because I was like, that sucks for everyone that's trying to watch this live. I, I thought about that the other day. I don't know. I doubt Bushiro has much say in scheduling of stuff because, yeah. but Bushiroad had four events uh, over the course of a weekend, all competing kind of against one another. Exactly. Competing against of course, one, one was in Osaka and the other was in Tokyo, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, still very funny. Uh, yeah. That's I'm happy that Zach won. I mean, I, everyone, I was kind of shocked. I was like, once I saw it was Saber and Naito, I was like, well, that's not it. It's I know Saber. who's winning. It's Saber, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like it's not even a question. Like, I saw a lot of people. I don't know if they were just, like, unsure or something, but mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't even a conversation. Really, it wasn't a conversation once I saw the final four, to be honest. Yeah. Like, the only person I was kind of thinking was Okada if they wanted to go nuts. Well, they never they never go that nuts. It's always a possibility. Well, usually, usually the world champs not even in the tournament. So that's true. That's true. Uh you know, but uh this match is fantastic. Definitely go check it out. Uh I think Zack Saber Jr. did. You know, if you like Zack Saber Jr., if you like what he saw in Shingo, if you like what he saw in Osprey, you know, you're gonna like what you saw here in Naito. And uh great work from both these guys. Shocker. And I and like I said, I think this has been a fantastic tournament. A solid opener. You know, when we when we look back on it, you know, obviously 
the 48 participants with a craft ton of buys that whole first round second round you know not every match was a winner not every match was a a, a go out there must see um but there were nothing was bad was i don't a lot think. of great matches i watched I, I watched every match this new japan cup i watched every single match in this new japan cup none of it was a uh, you know, uh, uh, aggressively bad. You know, a lot of yeah. fines. A lot of you know, like oh, that was fine. I like what they did with some of the interesting things. You know, by match Gato versus Naito. I talked about. I was like, oh, that was interesting. The Bushi Osprey, the Shima Shima's run was fantastic. Um, you know, just very very good stuff. Just good stuff all around. And both yeah, of yeah. us were incorrect in our predicaments. Well, to be fair, well, I was wrong either way on who wins. Yeah, you, you got to push. You got to push. To because be fair, <laughs> I did get Zack Saber. Jr. I did have Zack Saber Jr. in the final. Um, after Kota Bushi was called out, so that is true. That is true. You you called it that. Well, you were kind of forced, I guess, <laughs> in that sense. That's true. I wonder if when the hell he's coming back. Abushi. Yeah. I don't know, man. At this rate, I'm not even. I'm not gonna think about it anymore. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Um, let's move on. Okay. Let's. Uh, we got. Uh, you know what? the topics are? Major WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania, or Stardom World Climax? We'll do all the previews last. Let's do Stardom World Climax. I thought you were going to, sir. Stardom World Climax night one and night two, the best and the tippy top. If it was, if it took place in England, just that's what that. Just... That's what that show would have been called. Just the top. Um, I watched night one. I did not wake oh, up. Oh, you did. I did not wake up like you at three in the morning to watch night two. I'm just happy you actually watched the night. How dare you? What is that supposed to mean, sir? I I didn't know if you had a link. <laughs> that's what it means. <laughs> fair, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, no, that's fair enough. Um, well, let's talk about night one here. Bet the best Sharp World Climax 2022. The best going down the line. Yes. Uh, before we get into it, I think it's interesting because night two had the very much better top to bottom card. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think night one definitely exceeded expectations for me in a number of ways. I mean, there's one match that I think missed expectations, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. But overall, I thought it was a really good night. Yeah, I mean, for what I watched in night one, I, there was nothing, you know, I, I'm getting the sense just reading on Discord and uh, and reading um, you know your thoughts on Twitter. I'm getting the sense that maybe we maybe people sort of like hyped up the show a little bit more than what actually uh, delivered on. You know, is that on the fans? Is that on the wrestlers? Who the heck knows? Um, I mean, I think it met expectations as one of the best shows of the year. It just, I think, a lot of people assumed even bigger things somehow like yeah. it was just a matter of people assuming it was the best show of all time <laughs> yeah like we got to a point where it was like a little out of this world and like it couldn't have been yeah oh yeah <laughs> like because like at worst something was at least good on night one uh, at the very yeah least. exactly like that's that's the whole thing like even if something didn't meet expectations it was still really good mm-hmm well, let's talk about night one, starting off with the future of Stardom Championship match. Hanan defeats Rena. H-A-N-A-N. Hanan. Sorry. No, you're fine. That's great. That was it. Um, like I said, pretty good match. 
Uh, I'm liking Hanan. I think I think her this sort of new Jeez. jumpstart uh, of her for her has been you know going after the future start. This future stardom title run has been very good for her. She is already the best future of stardom champion of all time, and I'm not even slightly kidding. I Whoa. know I had some people going like, "Well, Tommy held it and Mike held it, yeah, but it's what they do with it mm-hmm. that matters." And Hanan's actually having good matches yeah they're not going long but they're really good opening matches for these shows mm-hmm. i thought her and rena killed it here was it you know match of the year contender no was it um was it a four-star match no but it was just really good and they got you know they got their shots in and I, they did exactly what you would hope they would um they started off the show hot and you got to give them credit where credit's due they are stepping into ria goku sumo hall one of them's 18 years old. The other is 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And they're having a great a great display of how good they already are, one. And two, they're giving you a preview of what in, you know, five years might be the main event of a Rio Goku Sumo Hall show. That's the whole, that's the whole thing here with the future Storm title now that Hanan has it. She yeah. has been pretty much picked as this future ace for a while now there's a reason she's learning from mayu iwatani because she has the same exact vibe to her yeah. and i think the more we see these matches the more i'm like okay she's putting it together right and she shouldn't you know she should she's not azumi azumi's been wrestling for you know ever okay she's been she's been wrestling forever now but hanan you know she's she's been wrestling for a little bit and i think she's really putting it all together um I think I think you give her big opportunities when you can. Uh, of course, it'll be tough for the five star this year, which they did announce on the show, second show, mm-hmm. which it doesn't start till July, but they announced it. Um, double a nice two night uh, extravaganza once again to kick it off because I don't need sleep. Uh, <laughs> Is it on the weekend uh, at least? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I don't think they would do it otherwise. Um, but. I think you try to get Hanan as many spots as possible. I thought these two really uh, delivered for what they were expected to do. 100%. I, I, I completely understand what you mean about the Mayu vibe of Hanan. Well, no one can be Mayu, but she's a... She's got the vibe. She's, as, she's such a massive baby face, mm-hmm. right? She's She's never going to get booed. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's also, you know, dressing like she's in school, so it, it's hard to boo a child like she's you know. That's true, but she she just got some. She got a good theme song. She got, she just got that like baby face charisma compared to like some like Rena's really good at being a heel. Yeah, and they just wear the. I I, I said this to someone, but their outfits are literally just the evil and good version of each other, which is very funny. Where do you where do you think uh, Rena is going? I mean, I think she can be one of the best heels Stardom has in five years. Mm-hmm. Like she's going, she's very much on that track of being a fantastic heel. Um, you know, she's not expected to do a lot right now, but anytime they give her an opportunity, she seems to show up and give a really good showing. So, sky's the limit, really, for both of them. I yeah. think. Um, and it was cool to give them this opportunity because these opportunities do go a long way um, for them, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, 100%.
Uh, special singles match: Mirai beats Saya Ida. This match, I I really enjoyed this match. It was so when I saw it on the card, I was like, okay, you know, this could be great if they do exactly what I'm hoping they do. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, they did exactly what I was hoping they do. Yeah. It was an absolute hot fight. Yeah, that's what this was: chops, forearms, clotheslines, lariats. Every little thing. They just went back and forth, back and forth. The the amount of times they hit each other as hard as they could with lariats. Oh, my God. And it helped that they were both uh, southpaws so that, you know, you were just doing the exchange on the opposite rather than, like, the way Utami and uh, Hameka do it, which is, of course, the righty version. And they were racking each other. And then when the best part of the match for me is when they both hit each other so hard with lariats that they both just collapsed. Yeah. And I was like... You guys have taken your number two spot on this card and you're making it count. Yeah. Bless you both. Saida has been fantastic since she's came back. She's been so much better than I thought she was beforehand. And Mariah, I mean, I, I'm going to keep singing the praises of Mariah. She is a future World of Stardom champion, Wonder of Stardom champion. There's a reason she had two singles matches on this show. Yeah, no, uh, I... You know, uh, this for me and like probably many other people, this is the first time we're seeing Saida since her injury. Mm. Uh, and boy, howdy, you're right. You're completely right. Way better than I remember. Her, yeah. her, her strength is unparalleled. That that sort of stout, you know, I, everyone, everyone looks like a person, but I'm just going to say it. That stout, strong, Ishii like of just like, I'm going to crap ton hit you she does also have like ishii mannerisms in terms of selling which i do as a ishii fan i appreciate her back that um that test of strength that they were doing at the very beginning and it's just you could just see her back i was like holy crap it's it's (laughs) it's it's peaked it's it's like man if she was in if she was in nxt her back would be her gimmick uh And just, you know, you got the chops into the corner. I, yeah. I to me, I, you know, I, you know, I've, you know, we, I, obviously we've seen Mariah for a little bit. Mariah was great in here as well. But, you know, haven't seen Saida in a, in a long while. What? It's been almost like a year. Um, for you? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, she's just, it's just like, holy crap. She's just yeah. so good. So, so, so good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what title picture you put her in because i don't think she would be high speed uh so no, she's i was like wonder uh, uh wonder i guess she's gonna play a lot of probably tags i'm sure um, yeah that's why i'm happy she got this singles match because i don't know how many we're gonna get like big time wise mm-hmm. um at least for the time being i mean stardom's roster is one of the mo- one of the deepest in terms of talent right now um, so it's really hard for everyone to get singles matches, but and they keep adding people. It's like every yeah. month they feel like they've been adding people. Yeah, they, they're not. St- I mean, they they added Kyrie. <laughs> they, well, they added like, Kyrie, and then they added like another person at the end yeah. of this night. Yeah, which it seems they might be adding more because there's a whole new faction coming. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, whack. Look, so that's, it's that's how I say it. It's the it's, it's the idea. It's the AEW idea. It's like, look, if they're a good wrestler and we have the money, you bring them in. You bring it, yeah, and that's just more fans you can potentially bring in. They're just getting all the really, really good ones, or 
or they're take they're betting on um, ones that aren't as uh, they're not as experienced, and they're molding them into mm-hmm. great wrestlers. That's that's really more so what they're doing. I mean, you add a Kyrie, of course, but most of the talent they're adding is uh, talent for the long term. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're they're you know ten years in, they're setting up for the more for the future. They're gonna be here for a long time. Uh, continue to be here for a very long time. We don't need to talk about the Scotland match. Uh, well, you know, I I didn't have any thoughts about the Scotland match anyway. No, so it was know. it was exactly what it needed to be. Get everyone on the card, have a little fun. Mm-hmm. It was fine. I never thought about how how much like how small Stardom's roster is. Like it's just like where you can have all these other singles and tags, and then you just do like a battle royal or a gauntlet. Or you just do a gauntlet match, and it's like oh, and here's everybody else. Yep. And that's and that's the roster. <laughs> you it's know? not a big roster, but it's a very talented roster. That's true. Uh, moving into the next match, we have the team of prominence: Risa Sarah and Suzu Suzuki defeat the team of Micah and Tekla. So this is probably the first time you've seen Suzu Suzuki uh, wrestle, I should say. Correct. And you didn't see night two, so that'll be an even better test for you in terms of Suzuki's greatness. But mm-hmm. she is and was, for me, no offense to the Micah fans, no offense to the Tecla fans. You no could just say me, you, Sarah you could just see me and Peps, that's fine. Uh, but Suzu Suzuki was the biggest star in this match, and she isn't in stardom. She just has something about her. One, one she's 19 years old, uh, so there's that. But she just has a presence about her. When you see her, you're like, that's a main event. Yeah. That's a superstar. And that's what she carried into this match. It was really cool to see her in a stardom ring and wrestling. You know, we've seen her show up, but this was the first match she finally had. I thought she killed it. Was the tag match like, you know, go back to the start thing. Was it like a notebook match in terms of like your match guy, whatever you want to call it? Mm-hmm. No, but it was still really good. It was a really good tag match to put on this card because one, you got prominence to win. Yep. And two, you got to showcase Suzu Suzuki, who if Rossi gets his way, he's not only going to sign her, but he's going to push her to the moon. Will he ever get his way? I don't know. May, may it might take a while, but I think I think it's a must if the uh, opportunity arises. Yeah, I think if you're Rossi, you, you you put as much money as you can towards the Suzuki bandwagon. You know, yeah. you pull up the truck for. So you were sold. Uh, in one match, I wouldn't say sold yet. Okay, well, I think she definitely has it. I want to see a little bit more. Well, today, <laughs> today, today was it. Yeah, I was mostly distracted by Tekla, and I, this is the moment. This is the match that made me realize, like, man, I'm. I'm a, I'm, it, you know, if I had a, if I had a, a stardom, a, a Twitter account that was just stardom, you know, it would just be a, a Tekla Stan account. That's all it would be. <laughs> you know, that's, that's all it would be at this point. I just, I'm a big fan of her. I love her charisma, her, her moveset, everything about, everything about her is like the, the character I make in like 2K, you know? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, God um, damn. You know, you know, it's funny. Well, I'm not going to give anything away about the match today, but I'm just going to tell you that everyone got out of the way. 
that is my teaser, which I'm going to talk about in like five seconds. So you're going to know about it anyways. But great. everyone got out of the way. And it was great. All Next right. match. Goddesses. Okay, so so Fightful, <laughs> where I'm getting these reviews from, writes it as plural goddesses of stardom goddesses tag of team stardom. Goddesses of stardom tag league. You can see it's... where I can, I, we would get confused here. Oh. Fightful, pay me to do it. Well, Jeez. look, man, you, you can't pay you to do it because Jeremy Lambert's too busy covering this these events. Also, not Did even covering it. I, I don't know if he's watching them. He's not doing a review. It's just here are the results, and then here's and then here's a bunch of and here's a bunch of tweets from TD Wrestling, just Whatever. with gifts. Continue. What a what an article. Pains me. You know how many ads are on this this freaking article? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Um, goddesses, goddess of Stardom Tag Team Championship. Uh, Starlight Kid and Momo Watanabe uh, defeat Hazuki and Kagama to win the titles. We predicted it last week, and what turned out happening to be true was Starlight Kid and Momo. I mean, you could have probably predicted it like anyone in the world could have predicted it, but I'm going to take my victory lap nonetheless. Yeah, big weekend for Momo, especially. I mean, big weekend for Starlight Kid for other reasons, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but really big weekend for the Oedo Thai crew here. Uh, I really enjoyed this match. I thought there was a lot of good um, – I thought there was a lot of good uh, energy between both teams. You know, they kind of felt like they hate each other. I think Momo and Tazuki are so good at that anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, of just kind of being like, hey, we don't like each other. We're going to hit each other as hard as possible. Um, I think Momo and Starlight Kid for having like three tag matches to their name are already really good together. I mean, that, that the pendulum move that they do. Yeah, the finisher. At, um, where, yeah, their finish is fantastic. I love it. Um, and it's really like such a smart move to have instead of, you know, every tag team in wrestling doing a fucking magic killer. <laughs> like, I'm happy they do something different and it looks really good. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed this match. I mean, everyone played their part. Um, it was really, it was really the Momo and Hazuki show. Um, but Starlight Kid, I mean, as much as, you know, Momo's a former Wonder Star champion, Hazuki has, you know, countless big matches to her name starlight kid is the she is the biggest star yeah in this like it's hard to not admit that probably for some people but it's just the truth she is such a star and there's a reason she did what she did the next day but yeah i thought this match was uh really really good i had a good time and uh yeah that's what i'm looking for and i like that there's new champions i'm excited to see who they face Maybe Utami and Saya, Utami and Azumi, perhaps, uh, which should be, you know, fantastic. Or or my pick from last week, we do uh, Mayu versus uh, Kyrie down the line. It doesn't sound like it no. based on what uh, Mayu's challenging for and everything, but, you know, maybe. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah Mayu's, my, well, Mayu's going to do a million things, so I guess we'll yeah. see. Well, maybe they can easily do it down the line at some point. Yeah. Um, but you know, I thought this match was also very good. You know, uh, another another very good I love match. Tag team wrestling. I thought this it's match was better than you know. Obviously, this match was better than the last one, the last tag match. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, Hazuki really was phenomenal. It. Starlight. I think Kid. I liked this more than most people did, anyways. So, yeah, Hazuki was phenomenal. Starlight Kid was great. Momo Watanabe was great. Um, just a you know really good match all around. I don't have yeah. any too too much more to say about the the whole thing. Cool. Kyrie 
and Mayu Itani defeat the team of Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. You know, was this I, to me? This wasn't. This was also a good match. wasn't as good as the last two previous matches, but it doesn't matter. We got the return of Kyrie. I thought she was great in the match. Uh, I thought her, you know, the elbow, the insane elbow, obviously still great. Um, that that back fist to uh, Unagi. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Uh, what did she call it? The cutlass or something? Just, whew, just it's, it's. Oh my god! It wasn't okay. So it wasn't as good as the last tag match. Yeah, but at the same time, it didn't need to be. It didn't need to be. But at the same time, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. In the way that, like, everything was perfect the way they did it. You know, Unagi was talking shit going into this match. She was talking her mouth off. And then when Kyrie finally got in the ring, she was like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. She, you know, she's trying to run. Tam's like, bitch, get in there. You, you know, you, you're going to pay up to what you said. Uh, Kyrie was great. She was so good. Um, seeing that she hadn't wrestled in two years, mm-hmm. she it's like she didn't miss a beat. She played the greatest hits, but also did some new stuff. That spinning back fist is you know just a thing of beauty, it it, it hits different when it's in startup. Legitimately, uh, Unagi, you know, I have to give credit to her because I thought she played her part perfectly. Where you know, she was the assessor for stardom, she was assessing all the new talent, and now she's probably at the point where she never wants to do that again because she's getting beat up and she got real she got destroyed in this match let's just let's just be frank there yeah she got destroyed in this match and it was great um i thought Kyrie and tim nakano were really fun to see together mm-hmm. um you know we'll probably get that singles match down the line and it was so fun for me to see mayu and Kyrie together because it's like they never missed a beat they never missed a beat. These two were smiling and laughing the entire time as they just happened to be beating the snot out of Unagi. Um, it, it was it was just it was such a great moment from the the massive Kyrie entrance that kind of was like bone chilling for me. Yep. To the end where you know she gets the insane elbow, but she didn't even do the pin. She had Mayu hit a moonsault because, well, one, I think Unagi just, I guess she needed the extra pain, but it was great. They killed it. Um, it, it. It wasn't supposed to be a match to the night contender. It was all about the moments, mm-hmm. and we got many of them, mm-hmm. and that's what made it perfect. It didn't need to be a perfect match for it to be perfect. 100% agree. 100% agree. I, I'm so happy Kyrie's back in here. I don't you know. Who the heck knows how long we'll have Kyrie in stardom? You know, I would love her to be in here for a year or two. Um, okay. God, yeah. just fantastic, just fantastic. I think she's, I think she's in for the, I think she's in for the solid haul. I'm not gonna say long haul, but I think she's in for a year at least. Yeah, I think no matter what she does, she's going to have fantastic matches with a bunch of people. And I'm very excited to hear your review about the Kyrie Starlight Kid match uh, yes. in a moment. Uh, Wonder of Stardom Championship match with Saya Kamatani defeating Utami Hayashishida. I was kind of surprised by it, honestly. I was kind of thinking Utami was going to pick up the win here and the oh, title. I never doubt Saya Kamatani. That's my because, mistake. Because I... 
So I doubt Sayakamatai, not in her abilities, not in that they believe in her. Sometimes I just doubt how great she is. Mm -hmm. And this match was the one I was talking about, however, when I said it was underwhelming from my expectations. Now, because these two had great matches last year, great matches. But for some reason, they went down the Utami big match route for this one instead of the Saya, which Saya is it's fast paced, high velocity, lots of moves, lots of craziness. It was, it's not the Epic. Utami does the Epic. And I don't think Saya is necessarily fits the Epic. They didn't do the Epic for their world of stardom title match last year. So yeah. I was so confused when the, the match was still really good. That's, that's what I want to say here. It was still really good because, yes. you know, you have these two. It just didn't live up to the hype that I had for it because I thought if they did exactly what Saya's run has been, they could have had a show uh, best of the weekend contender, yeah. um, potentially match of the year contender if you got it to that next year. And they just didn't do that, which is fine. It's fine because it's still good. Saya Kamatani, again, is having herself a year. She's proving why she is the champion. Um, they had some big spots in this match that were really entertaining. And most importantly, they did exactly what I hoped they would do. They gave Sai Kamatani the win, maybe the biggest of her career, because she pinned Utami Hayashishida clean in the middle of the ring. 100%. I feel like I've been saying 100% every, after every I got time. I got like so excited. Mm-hmm. At the end of this, like, and probably like originally, I was like, "Oh, that match was great." And then I thought back, I was like, "You know, there were some parts I would have changed up, and I would have sped it up a little bit." But yeah. the end was perfect because yeah. she got, she did it. Yeah, I I agree. This match is really, really, really good. Um, yeah, I I would have preferred to see the Sayakam Tani style here, just be just to show that. But it's yeah. the idea of this is you know you're you're representing. I don't know. I think the idea that hurts it for me, honestly, is that, you know, well, this is big, big match Utami. She's going for a title. And so she's going to have the Utami style. But, you know, being a semi main doing that style, I'm not so sure. Like she. These are very nitpickies. These are very nitpick. And I understand. Utami is their Okada, right? Yeah. And Okada has the same formula. Yep from all of his matches yep i think utami we've seen she doesn't need to have that same formula to deliver and okada doesn't either by the way yeah but utami doesn't need that same formula i I, and i'm hopeful that you know this is it was in ria goku it was a big title match so that's why they did it because i saw them last year not do it and it worked perfectly um i think it was just a matter of okay well the match at the end of the show is a blood feud and, you know, tomorrow, Saya is going to go have a Saya match. So yep. let's change it up here. Yeah. And that's which makes fine. Se- which makes sense in terms of the, yeah, in terms of the two-night scope of this event. You know, that works. It was still a really good match. That's the whole point, like, to this conversation. It's like, I'm, I, it might sound like I'm shitting off, but it was a really good match. They weren't going to have a bad match. <laughs> no, they had a really good match. It just didn't get to the, the potential, I think we all can agree, that it had. Where does where does Utami go from here? Uh, who, I mean, so she's got the Cinderella. She faces Tam in the first round. I could see her have a decent run there. 
Um, that starts this coming weekend, by the way, because we do, said, were we going to do that today? Is that what we were going to do? We we're going to brisk through it. I think, I don't think we were really going to give like the full out preview. Um, or we were just going to say like gut check time, who's your winner and why. And we'll go from there uh, because we have so much to still preview, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they have Cinderella. She'd probably go there. I think, I think her ultimate next big match is against Momo Watanabe. Um, but there's the idea of having her face Kyrie also. That's probably the biggest match you have right now outside of maybe a Mayu Kyrie rematch. Uh, not rematch, but bringing that back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or a Kyrie title match. Um, it's one of the biggest matches you have. So I think, I think we continue that Momo story. I think she probably plays some tag team wrestling. Uh, for the time being, I could see her have a tag title match against Momo and Kid on uh, one of the next pay per views. I think that would be a good fit. Probably have her team. You can have her team with Azumi um, very easily. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone would be. I think everyone would be okay if a high speed title match didn't happen on a pay per view. Um, it's very easy not to do. Uh, we we've seen it before. They do it. Um, but yeah, I think I think she is an interesting one to watch. Um, but. Just know by the end of the year, she's going to have some sort of accolade to her name because she is she is such a star compared mm-hmm. to like she is, you know, that mega star that you need. And it's hard to keep her out of the spotlight for long. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, she's going to win something, if not a tournament or a title. Maybe she's the five star Grand Prix winner. Right. Um, World of Stardom Championship. Shuri defeats Julia to retain the title. You talked about it already. This was a blood blood feud going in, and it didn't get quite as bloody. Certainly got bloody. Right. If anything, bloody. if anything, it got like swollen. Like, do you see Shuri's yeah. face afterwards? Yeah, it's it, like, it, it, holy it, crap. <laughs> it may have not been blood, but these two, these two beat the shit out. That's what they did. <laughs> like they did the grappling at the beginning, and they're like, hey, you know, let's feel each other out here. Like this is the end of ALK. This is the end of Surrey and DDM. For those who don't know, she was out. Yeah, she's gone. She's left. She's yeah. making her own faction. She Shuri announced- Goon is coming alive. Shuri announced uh, after the after the match that she uh, is joining leaving you know, she DDM. Pretty much said it on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> she's officially out, uh, and yeah. she's uh, she's creating new faction. She already has her first person. Yeah, uh, she has Amy Miora with her from Actress Girls. I think is where she's coming from, which is the same place Hameka came from, Nasu Boy came from. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, talent that developed over time. Uh, she's pretty tall uh, for those who didn't notice. So. Uh, I don't think she'll be her number two, if that makes sense. You know, you have a number two that's kind of that uh, that wonder of stardom, world of stardom, yeah. borderline challenger. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she'll be that. Um, I think they'll she'll probably bring someone from TDM. I think they're going to wait on that. I think a Mirai's very much a decent chance, or a Micah or a Hameka. One of those three probably uh, go over. Tekla's not going over because Tekla and Julia are, you know, best friends pretty much. So, um, and my Sakurai, fuck, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> and Natsu Poi is not going to become one of the two. She she has her own lane of sorts. Uh, but this match, this match, let's get to this match. This match lived up to the idea that I had in my head of like, okay, so if you guys are going to break up, you guys need to beat the crap out of each other. Well, they beat the crap out of each other and then some, right? They did more than I think I even expected. They... 
Oh. The, those those kicks from Julia yeah. to Sherry's back on the outside. That was yeah, because she she was messing up something. You could tell she was trying. She was gonna move her, and then she's like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, and she's like she moving just, her head closer to the thing. I was like, what are you trying to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like the, Julia is such an interesting wrestler because she's not the most athletic. She's not the most technically sound. She's not, but she, there's just something about her that's so good. And her she, what she leans on is these brutal matches. Yeah. That's what she's best at. And she delivered here. The, like you said, they were swollen. There was a point where. Big, big point. swollen even. Sure. <laughs> so Shuri was on the top rope. Shuri was on the top rope. And Julia comes over and she hits this, you know, headbutt where you hear the. And I'm like, oh, I hate it. I hate it every time, but I pop for it every time. And then, and then Shuri puts Julia between the ropes and punt kicks her right in the face. I'm like, Jesus Christ. They slapped each other. They forearmed each other. They headbutted each other. They kicked each other. They literally did everything you wanted them to do. They delivered a great, great physical match. It wasn't supposed to be pretty, and thankfully it wasn't. This wasn't your technical war. This wasn't your, uh, you know, you, this wasn't your Tommy versus Shuri. This wasn't that. No, that was supposed no. to be that. It was supposed to be a war, and they delivered. Shuri is on another level. I know, I know that's like her nickname, the woman that is on another level. Uh, but she really is on another level. And Julia, in her, I believe this is her first World of Stardom title match, she lived it up. She's going to be champion one day. We know this. Yeah. But it's not going to happen now. When they traded each other's finishers of Sherry hitting the glorious driver and then her and then Julie hitting the Ryu and almost, you know, Micah, her uh, with it. Because if you remember, Micah and the five star got absolutely folded on it. Um, poor Micah. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was just, it was great. I loved it. And I'm happy that Sherry won because I think that was yes. the right choice for the future stories at the end. Agree. Completely agree. You know, like like you said, just absolutely stiff work from both of these women. Just you're right. And, uh, Julia is also not like, you know, it's weird, right? Because Julia <laughs> isn't like the best wrestler in the world. No, but, but according but to she has that type of matches. <laughs> but a, according to my ratings, she is my female wrestler of the year so far. She was mine going into the weekend. But she's now out. she's now second. Mm. I I, that, I haven't seen that, I two yet, so that also might be playing a part. Well that tells you that tells you though, right? Either way, she's up she's up there. She's having great matches. She's actually not only my number one woman wrestler of the year, she's overall number five. There you go. She's up there, up there with Okada, Shingo, Adam Page, Osprey, Danielson, Saber, Naito. That's the Julia way, baby. She's just because because she has it. You know, we talked about it previously. Julia has it. You know, she you know you know if if, and you know she's only going to get more get better at wrestling. I feel like you know she's. She's still got a couple more years in her. She'll get even better as she goes along. But fuck, she's so good. She's, she's embraced that, okay, I'm not the best, so I'm just going to beat the shit out of you, and you're going to like it. And, that, and it that's works fine. Every time. <laughs> and that's it's fine. my favorite. 
actually. I don't want her to do the technical groundwork grappling stuff because she's not very good at that. You know what she's good at? She's good at hitting people really hard and getting hit back really hard. And that's all I'm asking for. Yeah, because that's ultimately what I think is the best part about wrestling is just two people going out there and beating the snot out of each other. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And uh, this was this was great. Uh, my match of the night for night one, mm-hmm. probably my number two match on the weekend. Well, stardom. Let's talk about night two, the top. Uh, on the that was top. this morning. So, Scotty, hit, I'll walk you through it. Here we go. That's why I was late to the show. Future of stardom championship match. Hanan defeats my Sakurai. Thank fucking God. That is all I have to say. I had multiple heart attacks during this match because my Sakurai hit her first finisher, her second finisher, her second finisher again. I was like, no, please don't do this. Please don't do this. She's not good. And she didn't win. So that was good. Uh, And Hanan won. And that's what matters. Hanan now gets to go into the future. Uh, Hina came back after the match and laid down the challenge. So we're getting another sister versus sister match. That should be a lot of fun. Cinderella rumble. Uh, (laughs) You know, just give me your thoughts on the rumble. I think the winner here of May Segura, Saruga, Saruga, former uh, uh, AEW star, former AEW star. Uh, you might get. Uh, I think did she ever wrestle in AEW? Maybe like one match. She did. She wrestled one dark match, and she was in the uh, AEW Women's Tournament as well. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, but I think obviously uh, more to talk about her in a couple of matches from now. Yes, um, yes but yes. just thoughts on the Rumble here in general. They listened to me. They gave me what I want. But uh, the the Rumble is exactly what you expect it to be. You have a lot of, you know, it's not going to be a Mac classic. You just kind of watching it and you're like, I have no idea what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stars in this match, like future stars, because they had the New Blood One uh, crew show up for it. Um, pretty much of all the wrestlers that were part of that. Yep. Uh, you could tell who was a sh- who shined and who didn't. Um, and I thought they came down to a really good trio of Unagi, who was the defending winner from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, you, you could feel it like she was the biggest star in the match. Um, Miyu Amasaki, who part of me, I actually thought they might give her a win because, you know, this is the things they do. And Mesa like you said, of got to move. And Mesa was the one that pulled it out, which was really cool uh, because it's cool to see how someone outside of it win. And like you said, in a few matches from now, it, it counts. Uh, let's talk about the next match first. It is Utami Hayashishida defeating Mirai in a special singles match. Utami didn't have the weekend I wanted her to have. Oh, no. So this match was good. Okay, it was good. But for a, a match but that has Tommy and Mariah on the cover. <laughs> it should have been so much better. Uh, Mariah didn't get nearly enough offense, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it it felt like the third match on the card, unfortunately. Like, it, it, they, didn't, they didn't do what Mariah and Sayaida did the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good – it was a great spot for Mariah to have because you get a big – pay-per-view match against Utami Hayashida. Mm-hmm. But, and it's probably what they'll use for a building block. But it kind of ended abruptly. They never got to the second gear like I wanted to. They never got to exchanging lariats. They never got to that. It just kind of, you know, 
didn't it just didn't live up to what I hoped. And I definitely had high expectations for this because of what Mariah and Ida did. And the fact that, Hey guys, guess what? Tommy's a better wrestler than Ida. Shocking. I know. Uh, so it didn't live up to what I wanted, but it was good enough. Um, and I hope they just use it as a building block for Mariah. And of course, Tommy gets a win. So she got a win on one of these nights. Mariah is a, a great second match in the card wrestler. Ooh, third match in the card. I don't know. Ah. It wasn't her fault. Actually. I don't think it was her fault. That's fair. They just didn't give her the um, offense I wish they did. Another special singles match here was Momo Watanabe defeating Hazuki. Now, this this rocked, okay? This shouldn't be shocking, but these two clearly don't like each other. They have the history behind that, and they pretty much, the match started. They started off with just ramming each other in the head with forearms, and from there... It was just great. Sure, it wasn't the prettiest match. There were some, you know, blemishes of like, but that's because their pace was so good. And they didn't do too much away about tie bullshit. Um, there's like one or two times where there's a little slip up between them, but their closing stretch was so good because you felt that intensity. Um, Momo getting a clean win. That was such a pleasant surprise. Because Momo doesn't get clean singles wins. She doesn't get anything. To be, I mean, she won the tag titles on night one, but most of her matches since turning have been tag matches where she doesn't factor into the fall at all. So it was really good to see her. Um, Hazuki, I mean, I say this all the time, whether it's on my show, on Twitter, writing it. She's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world because she's just so consistent. And I thought, you know, she brought that fire. She brought that fire that you kind of want from her. Mm -hmm. Um, She, you know how she like brushes the wrestler on the bottom rope, like they're laid against the bottom rope and she just brushes them with their foot. Yes. She had to go. She maybe did 15 times in a row. To Momo said, and I was like, "Wow, okay, okay." No, I feel the I feel the hate here, which is what I want to feel. Um, it was it was really really good. It it lived up to what I hoped for. Uh, you know, again, fourth match on the card. It's not going to get all the time in the world. It's not a title match, but they delivered, and that's what we love to see. Um, high speed championship match. It was Azame defeating Natsupoi and Kagama. Oh, I don't know if you saw my tweet. I had a lot of tweets, but. But good, good follow, was, good follow. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna take notes for this because I need to review it for my Joshi podcast. I wrote Azumi versus Koguma versus Natsupoi. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was nuts. I think the triple threat from December was better with uh, Starlight Kids and Natsupoi. That's not a shot at either one. I think they're both great wrestlers. It's just we all we all know it's a shot at Kagama. You can say it. Well, Kagamo's in both, so that makes no sense. So that's a shot at Ryan now. Boom. Where did I get him? That, that's pretty funny. The, wall, <laughs> the walls are closing in. But it was it was high-speed match. It's a perfect palate cleanser type thing. Like, you're just going to sit there. You're going to enjoy them being ridiculous. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It was a lot of fun. You don't – it wasn't – it surely wasn't a Zumi versus Starlight Kid, but I didn't expect it to be a Zumi versus Starlight Kid, so no. that's okay. No. Uh, it was really good, though. It was a lot of fun. It was a good triple threat. I like that they do these triple threats, and now Azumi has someone new to face. Yes, she May does. Saruga after laid the match. down the challenge, after- and I tweeted about this a while back. Mm-hmm. 
um, I tweeted, you know, I think I need Azumi versus Mason Aruga for the high speed title. And, you know, a lot of people agree with me. They're like, yes, we need that. And of course, once they got it, I was like, well, I got the receipts. I got the receipts. You know who uh, else so, agreed with you? <laughs> Rossi. <laughs> Rossi agreed yeah, Ro- with you. Rossi said, oh, you know what? If Scott E wants it, then I want it. <laughs> That's what he did. That's what he did. So you're welcome, everybody. That should be really fun. It's going to be fun. Azumi's really good wrestling the outside people Yeah. Um, from what she's done in the past, and I think this will be a lot of fun. I don't know when they do it. Probably on that cinderella final show i think that's a good place to do it makes sense um because you'll have the two semis main and last year they had people forget last year the the semis and main and uh cinderella finals was the same show as tommy versus shuri yes it was you're right yeah so that's going to be a packed card again at the end of uh april Kyrie defeats starlight kid another special singles match Kyrie's back. It's She's a, why do you sound so deflated about it? Um, I, it's not deflated. It's just the, I still don't believe it. Like, one, that she showed up. Two, she had a big entrance again. I said, I said, uh, wow, she really embraced her WWE roots. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, she had a big entrance. Clearly her and Triple H were like, yes, you need to have all the big entrances. Um, she, she is, when she shows up, she feels bigger than most, right? Because she's Kyrie. She's a stardom legend. Yep. Uh, but she was so good here. And Starlight Kid was the perfect opponent for her for this first match. Because one, she could take the loss and be fine. Yep. Two, she's, you know, about her size. So you could play off that um, a little high speed for her. You know, Kyrie doesn't do the high speed now, but it just worked really well. She she can be that cocky heel that only helps Kyrie grow from it. It was it was so good. It it was everything you want out of the first weekend for Kyrie back. Um, Kyrie looked like a million bucks in there. She hit the insane elbow. It was picture perfect again. She hit a great spinning back fist in here that so Starlight Kid was running off the ropes. And she just walked right into it. It was perfect. Um, and yeah, I mean, going in there with Kyrie just further moves Starlight Kid up the card, I think. You know, every single pay per view match for Starlight Kid is pretty much growth for her. She is such a star. I mean, her entrance, right? It's one of the best entrances of wrestling where she's just kind of in her element. She has the uh, second mask on. She did not pull out the Liger this week for this weekend. Unfortunately, she was not uh, wearing the Jushin Liger, but she just is an absolute star. She lived up to what she needed to live up to. Kyrie got the win. It was great. Fantastic match. Kyrie's back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have no idea what Kyrie's going to do next. We just know she wants to wrestle a lot of the roster. We did see her at the end of the show, but that was more of just a goodbye of sorts to like send the crowd home happy type thing. Uh, I can't wait to see this match. I'm a big fan of Starlight. Uh, eight woman tag team match: Julia, Tekla, Micah, and Himika. Himika uh, defeated the team of Risa, Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, Akane, Fujita, and Mochi Miyagi. So this match started off like very brawlish. 
You had Julia Perfect. and Suzu staring each other off. They kind of like go out to the outside, but they didn't do too much. They kind of just like ripped at each other's hair and then walked into the match. And then you, you know, you have Hameka and Mochi Miyagi, I think, in the ring, and they're doing a little stuff. And kind of Vegeta comes in, Rita Sarah does a little stuff. And then, and then after like maybe four or five minutes into this match, Julia tags in, Suzu tags in. We don't see the rest of the competitors for the next 10 minutes. We don't see them for the next 10 minutes. We get a single match. Gone out, they're gone out the outside. And these two lit each other up. They lit each other up. Julia was taking liberties. I said, I said before this match, I need Julia and Suzu Suzuki to take liberties on one another. That's what they did. They hit each other with everything. And you would think, oh, you know, Suzu, Julia after, you know, yesterday we're not gonna do this again no 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 no. julia as we were saying in her match her best trait is she's just gonna beat the shit out of someone and she's gonna take it back and it's great uh forearms a very loud headbutt a very loud headbutt uh she she had like part of the bianca lift in which is you know you know how azumi does that submission where she's holding both arms Yes. Not the numero, not the really good one, but like the yes. generic one. So Julia did that, but she was pulling back on Suzu's arm as if she was like legitimately pissed. And I was like, oh. Um, Suzu lived up to expectations. They hit some suplexes on each other that had me jumping out of my chair. You know, she, they were just throwing each other around. Uh, well, one second. Let me check my notes here. Um, um, they were yeah suplex. Oh, Julia hits a glorious driver, yeah, which is you know her regular finisher. Suzu's dead to rights, and at two, Julia pulls her up. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> she's not she's not done. And Suzu gets this great great near fall on a German. Um, uh, they you know sl- they start slapping headbutt each other again. Um, they just they just beat the piss out of each other. It it was the perfect tease for a singles match because it somehow didn't give everything away, mm-hmm. but it gave you the fuel that you're like, okay, well, this is gonna be a big match. Um, in the end, Julia hit a Northern Lights bomb on Mochi Miyagi to win mm-hmm. the match for DDM. Uh, we don't know really what's next, but it would be a very big fail on Stardom's part if they don't do the singles match in the next two months because that is as hot of a feud as any stardom has well most of them got reset now but it's it's exactly what they want well it sounds like based on what you're describing if they had like 10 minutes of the singles match it sounds like pretty much that was the singles match that's what it kind of sounds Uh, like i i get get what you're saying but it's i can also see the that being i think well i think they're definitely going to do it um they kind of teased it after the match like that these two aren't done mm-hmm. uh, because you want someone to win between those two. You don't want Julia to, you know, pin Mochi Miyagi. You yeah. need more, uh, but it was really good. Really good. Julia, Julia had a really good weekend. Um, she's going to be feeling it for a bit, but she had a really good weekend. Uh, how was my girl Tekla? Uh, she was in this match. She yeah. missed a, she missed a kick. Right. Terribly bad, but she was able. So she missed the kick, right? You know, she she kind of does like the buzzsaw kick. Yep. So she missed. She completely whiffed. But bless Tekla, she kind of like pushed her leg back, 
and like you know just tapped her so it looked like did something did someone yeah yeah i was like tackle doesn't miss what the hell uh no but the rest of ddm and and prominence were relevant in this match. I was like, oh, they gave me exactly what I wanted, which was the singles match without being in the singles match. Yeah. And that was really good. Well, then we'll move on. Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Saya Kamatani defeats Tam Nakano. Match of the weekend. Really? From old Tam Nakano over these here. These two, man. I said before this show ever started, I was like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't care. I just saw this match. I don't need to see it again. You know, I saw this match twice last year. Not twice. I think they wrestled like three or four times. Yeah, they wrestled four times last year. Twice in tournaments and two one of stardom title matches. I said, they're not going to do anything to you know, top what they did at Stardom Dream Queen. And that was a phenomenal match. This might be the best match of both of their careers. Uh, well, not Tamps, but uh, it's it's probably size. It was phenomenal. Uh, it was amazing. These two were out of their minds. I will give away one spot and one spot only because there are multiple spots that you need to see, Ryan. But Tam did a balcony dive. In Rhea Goku Sumo Hall. She she went and found the balcony and did a dive off of it onto Kamatani and crew. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. I saw this I'm not case. even I'm not even spoiling the big moment that had me saying, Oh my god, what are we doing here? Um, I'll save that one for you to see yourself because it's just holy shit. Um and Sayaka Kamatani, I was I hinted at this. Uh, on show one, she will never be doubted by me again. Never again. She delivers every single match she's in. This was fantastic. Uh, she she made a match with Tam feel different from all her previous ones, and that's you know that's a credit to them. Uh, Tam showed up. She felt like she had the win. Sai didn't hit the Phoenix Splash to win. She actually missed. Which, ouch. And, you know, we saw Kota Bushi miss. So I don't necessarily love when the Phoenix Splash is missed anymore because I watched Kota Bushi destroy himself with it. Um, and Sai just kind of stole the win, which was really interesting. Uh, it, it's a match you got to see because it's just, it's it's the Sai match, like we were talking about. They went down the Sai route, they just had incredible pacing incredible energy it was fantastic bravo to them and uh now they're set up for cinderella where ham faces utami in the first round that is true that is definitely true uh world of stardom championship match shuri defeats mayu um these two okay these two are probably my favorite wrestlers in the world right now i think that i don't think that's very secret i think i'm very obvious about that um they had one they had a great match they had a great match i you know mr i need them to have the greatest match of all time i didn't get that because that was never going to happen yeah uh but they they had a very different match i think from what anyone expected 
and it made for a very emotional match. It's a match that I need to watch back one because it was fucking five o'clock in the morning and I only had one hour of sleep, so I can't fully remember it. And I just came off of that other match, so but it was really good. It was a surey big match. It wasn't it was very methodically paced, you know. They they did a lot, but they also saved some uh not save some of the fact that it takes away from the match, but save some of the fact that if they ever wanted to do it again, which you know they could, who knows? They could, they probably have a five star match or something in them uh, later this year. Mm-hmm. But they had a main event worthy match. Um, Shuri is on another level. Mayu Iwatani is still one of the best in the world. Uh, the way she sold her leg in this match was spectacular because the finish was the a ref decision. It wasn't a tap. Really? But she was in the stretch muffler, which Shuri has been using a lot lately. Um, her leg's just absolutely bent in, you know, perfectly bent around her neck. Uh, her arms are trapped. You know, because Shuri's just such a perfect submissionist. Like she does, she traps everything. And the refs, and it's Mayu. So Mayu's not going to give up. Yeah. But the ref had to make a decision of, okay, well, if she doesn't give up, we may never see Mayu wrestle again. That's like the idea behind it because she was selling the leg all and it was really good leg work um, for the match. Um, and ultimately they called it really shocking ending because you don't expect it to end via submission when it's Mayu. Um, part of me started to feel it might have been a draw. Thankfully, it wasn't because you want that definitive winner. Uh, but it was a really, really good match. A perfect way to conclude the weekend for stardom. Hell of a two nights. Now we go into Cinderella. Now we go into now they don't have the big block of Ryagoku double nights on them anymore. Now yeah. they have a bunch of big shows coming up. Now they don't have to worry about that. We're back to one night for a while. We're back to the Cinderella tournament, which is why stardom so popular to begin with mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of fun the show ended with saya kamatani kairi and shuri in the ring just kind of saying like this is you know great moment you got the top two champions who kairi's putting over pretty much funny because kairi's probably facing one of them soon enough mm-hmm. um but it was really good just a good conclusion and a really good two nights a really great two nights i think for me it lived up to expectations of these are going to be a show of the year contender. Um, they they blew out of the water a, say, Wrestle Kingdom in terms of delivering throughout each card. I think that was important. Yeah. You know, you had quality from top to bottom. You didn't have to wait till the last couple matches to get quality. And I think that's the win in that. Um, and I'm excited for the next steps because we have Cinderella, which I think, Real quick, because we have to do WrestleMania and Ring of Honor and New Japan and something else that I don't remember. Impact. Stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. Great. Awesome. Yeah, so we'll finish up. I think Starlight Kid is winning the Cinderella turn. Perfect. I'm going to say either Starlight Kid or Otami if they want to put Otami back into the title picture. They could hold off, but we'll see. All right. So, yeah, we have about (sighs) 15 minutes left. Uh, we got a shit ton of things to preview. Probably definitely go over. To, yeah, we're gonna go over. So we're gonna we're gonna shoot for this as quickly as possible. How do you want to go through this? Do you want to go through uh, well, excitement I, levels, okay. pick something, or just uh, new uh, timeline wise? 
I think what we should let's do timeline wise. Um, I don't think we should. I we shouldn't rush rush because I think this these you and me discussed this these two weeks this week and next week are supposed to be our longest episodes. Like these are the two weeks of the year. Sure. So. I think it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, yeah, do time do timeline. We'll rush when it's necessary and dive in when it feels right. I mean, I don't think we're gonna be diving well, in. I don't think we'd be diving in for I don't know what NXT Champa versus Tony D'Angelo. But so, so we probably won't dive in for New Japan Lone Star really at all. I mean, it's just kind of a show of good matches. Well, let's talk about a sh- let's talk about a show of good matches then. Lone Star Shootout New Japan's going to be happening. I believe this is Thursday. I don't have the date. I Friday. Put, is it Friday? Oh, Friday damn. at 6. Okay, Friday. Oh, Friday. This is 5. So but maybe this is voice I'm taking this from Voice of Wrestling, so it's probably Central Time they're doing. Yeah. But even yeah, yeah no. Yes, that makes That's sense. That's local time in so, Dallas. So yeah. Yes. So uh, so six Eastern. Uh, we have. Uh, do I'll just do the full card here? Maybe that's what we yeah, do. Here. I thought. I thought this was a strong taping. Me it too. Me too. It's a live show, <laughs> so go definitely go check it out. Uh, you can watch get it on fight. It's only on fight. You can also get it on the Fight Fest bundle. Um, but the full card here we have is Blake Christian versus Jonah. Oh, uh, he's gonna get killed. <laughs> Alex, that's a good match, though. Honestly, that's that seems yeah. a pretty good match. Alex Coughlin, Fred Rosser, and the DKC versus Tom Lawler, Tom Lawler, J.R. Kratos, and Royce Isaacs. It's shocking to me that Tom Lawler's their champion because I've never seen him defend his title <laughs> at a big show. He defends it every once in a while. Uh, but he never does at the big New Japan shows No, that he's on. Especially the live ones. I don't know why. I don't know why they it's- don't do that. Maybe like, it's clearly me- Fred Rosser's probably going to win it, but well, when's the Clark Connors Tom Lawler title match? I think it already happened. It taped like this past, I think last weekend. Interesting. <laughs> maybe Tom maybe, Lawler won. Maybe the taping schedule clearly. of it all is part of the reason. Um, Ren Narita versus Rocky Romero. All right. All right. All right. One of the weaker Ren Narita matches. No offense to Rocky. It should still be good, but yeah. 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 Here we go. Minoru Suzuki versus Killer Cross making his debut in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Where, give me give me a vibe. Give me a vibe check on uh, Killer Cross against Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki. I don't. I don't. Or just kill across the New Japan in general. I don't know how to feel because the last time I watched him wrestle, he wasn't that good. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the NXT exposed him a little bit. I'm definitely not excited for Killer Cross at NXT. Uh, not NXT. I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not excited for him in New Japan uh, necessarily. I don't. I uh, I guess I'll wait and see because maybe he has that more physical side to him that will bring. That will be more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's not hes not a guy I get very excited for. This card isn't as good as I thought it was. Not really. Uh, Juice Robinson, David Finley, Kevin Knight, and Daniel Garcia taking the team of Clark Connors, Carl Fredericks, Yuya Iomora, and Mas- Mascarada, Mas- Mascara Dorada. Uh, that would probably be a fun match. That'll yeah, probably be fun eight man. You know, New Japan strong. Um, I remember on that first live show they did last year in the U.S., they had a really good big tag. The uh, resurgence. 
Yeah, I think it was Team Filthy versus yeah, it's like a, a ten man strong guys. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So I'm I think this could be really good. Jay White versus Mike Bailey. This is what I'm here for. Woo! This is this is one of the big matches. Mike Bailey in New Japan feels right. feels right. Best best of the Super Chiefs. Speedball. Maybe. Speedball. 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 Hear me out. I know you love doing West Coast Pro, and I know you love doing all your indies, and you're technically an impact. But speedball, speedball, speedball. If not, if not, Noah's going to bring you in. So just yeah, yeah. Which you know, don't do that. Uh, this should be great. This should be match. This, may potentially match of the night. I think match of the night in the New Japan show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guar- <laughs> like guaranteed, probably. Uh, but match of the night in the entire day? I have no idea because I don't know the entire There's day. There's a billion matches happening in that day. Yeah, don't worry. And then it's Probably going to be better than a lot of them. The other final match announced, Chris Dickinson versus Tomohiro Ishii. This is another match of like, who? This is a Ryan Knightsy special, baby. <laughs> Chris this Dickinson, the, uh, who I famously call America's Tomohiro Ushii. This is the uh, uh, what's your saying? What's your what's your little B- saying? Barn burner? No, the the blank match of the week. The uh, <laughs> oh shit, I said it last week. Oh, shit, what did I say last you week? You say it all the time. I you say it. the saying all the time. Now you can't think of it because I need you to. My oh, uh, bo- yeah. my oh boy, match of the week. Is that what it was? My oh boy, no, boy howdy, the boy howdy, boy howdy match of the week. This, this, this is the, this is the boy howdy match of the week. Yeah, this is Ryan's boy howdy match of the <laughs> week. Uh, this is gonna slap, literally, figuratively. Uh, they're gonna beat the emotionally each other. Should be really good. These uh, they have a great one-two punch here on this show. Yeah, that that semi and main are just two different, just two different, like two things that make New Japan yeah. what they are. Hard yeah. hit, dude. Beast hitting, slapping the crap at each other, and then just good technical wrestling, just pro yeah. pro wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. I'm just excited by it. Um, moving that was quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Moving on. I don't know what's next. It's either Impact or Ring of Honor. I think it's Impact. No, um, we're Ring doing of- Impact first. Impact first. <laughs> Impact Wrestling Multiverse of Matches. Uh, a bunch of stuff has been announced for this. Uh, there's actually one, one more match that was announced that this morning. Ishii's wrestling twice. <laughs> that motherfucker Ishii is wrestling all over the place. Oh, man. That means we're going to get like half-assed Ishii. I <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's I, the thing about the collective, about WrestleMania weekend, man. You get these... Uh, you get, let's you, stop some... acting like it's a big deal, then. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let me, as I look up the other match, let's talk about. Let's Not talk about. Ishii. He can do it. Here we go. A, a NWA Crockett Cup uh, Impact Wrestling crossover match here. Uh, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green taking on Nick Aldis and Mickey James. That's Magnus to you. Thank you. If he's an Impact, <laughs> he's Magnus. Uh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> They've been building it up on Impact and uh, from oh, the Crockett Cup. That's you know that's so, so great. That's that's amazing. I'm so happy that they've been building up Chelsea Green and Nikki James and Nick Aldis and Matt Cardona. I'm so happy. Am I going to watch the show? Yes. Does it come on one of the bundles we're getting? Yes. So that's why I'm going to watch it. <laughs> but but I am not looking forward to this match. Um, the, it was announced today as well. Uh, a knockouts four way knockouts world tag team title match four way. The influence 
um, defending the uh, yeah in the influence defending the titles against Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans uh, against the team of Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost and the team of Decay. All right, okay. and the next match as well <laughs> is going to be uh, Josh Alexander and Jonah versus Moose and PCO. Wait a minute, what? I thought Jonah. Wait, what? Jonah, is, Jonah, and Josh, Alex. Go on. Yeah, did, did they I miss were, something? Did they feud for like a little bit, like two months ago, two three months ago? Yeah. Man. Okay, so I'm right. Um, this could be pretty good. I'm not gonna say it won't be good. It should be fun, I guess. Yeah, should be fine. It's big. It's big beef dudes in a tag match, so should be good. Beef. Speaking about the opposite of that, Alex Shelley versus Mike Bailey. <laughs> Impact. Impact said, you know what? We can be good. I don't know how this is a multiverse of matches. I, it makes well, no you got sense. that NWA crossover, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, but this match doesn't fit that. This match is just really good, which I, I'm not complaining about. So far, the best match we're going to talk about should be a nice technical uh, nice technical battle between these two. I expect some really, really good stuff. Oh, my God. Mike Bailey's fighting Trey White earlier that day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big, big day. Big day for Mike Bailey. I Ultimate X match. Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Vincent, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and Jordan Grace. Oh, I assume this is for the for X the Division title. title. Yeah. I love me some X Division um, shit. I think their X Division has been great. Mm-hmm. And I especially love some Ultimate X. This should be uh, should be fun, right? Yeah. Um, you got some crazy names in there. Interesting. They just tossed Jordan Grace in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win here. I don't have a feel. I, oh, by the way, we haven't we haven't talked about, in any of these previews. We haven't talked about who is going to win. We just gotten excited about matches. Oh yeah, that's not a good preview <laughs> by us, I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll predict WrestleMania. And yeah, rest and well, I, it, the rest of the cards that we're talking about are really more yeah like actual cards. These are mostly just like collective type, like nothing. Is there spot just spot stuff? I mean, yeah, the, the world the world titles. I mean, defended here. So I'm guessing Trey wins. I'm guessing if they want to switch it, I would, you know, if you, if I was switching anybody, Chris Bay, uh, I think that's the best idea, but it could be Bay or Trey. I would Trey, love if so. Chris Bay win. I mean, I say Chris Bay should win everything, and he never does. So, Triple uh, A Reina Durena's champion. Well, this is basically Deanna Perazzo champ, champ challenge. He's defending the Ring of Honor Women's World or the Triple A title uh, this night. It's the collective. It's WrestleMania weekend. It literally could be anybody. <laughs> I hope it's Sasha Banks. Yeah, well, maybe not Sasha Banks, uh, but it could be <laughs> anybody besides WWE. It could yeah. be it. Let's see. It could who who would be the most. This is the most multiverse of matches sort of thing. It could be someone from AEW. It could be someone from GC. If we got Alley Catch in here, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Alley Catch to fighting for the AAA Reina Dorena. Don't do that to me. Don't. Taya do Valkyrie is in the area. All right. All right. That. All right. Um, there's a couple people. There's a couple people. There's a lot of people. Um, gun to my head, Athena. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Unless, you could, you could get like Nixon Newell. You can get Tony Storm. Yeah, well, I think one of those three are possibly elite on Wednesday. So yeah, I agree. Uh, Probably the one that's making a lot of money in a different means. <laughs> The one who proved themselves to be a draw in some in a, in a certain way, a very specific way. Uh, yeah. Chris Sabin versus Jay White. Woo! 
This is, these are the types of matches I'm here for. Uh, New Japan versus Impact, I guess, technically. Uh, Chris Saban, he's still phenomenal. Jay White, Jay White's been put, picking it up lately. And uh, Jay White's now fighting Mike Bailey and Chris Saban. Yep. Um, I believe this show's at 10, the other one's at 6, so he can go all out for these. Yeah. Uh, the, the Jay White style, when you're not facing a... <laughs> New Japan wrestler is not as taxing. So I think he could have really uh, two really good matches here. And I'm looking forward to this one. I am as well. Jay White wins, by the way. Come on now. Uh, and they dare put this as a Noah versus New Japan match. Eddie Edwards <laughs> in a, in a storyline where Eddie Edwards has has joined and sided with the Ring of Honor former fact former Ring of Honor faction. They are saying that he is from Noah here. Eddie Edwards versus Tomohiro Ishii. This this is going to be your Ishii lackadaisical match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know the last time I saw a great Eddie Edwards match. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, the fact that they put Noah on him, though, I lost. In a storyline like, where he is sided like, with Ring of Honor. I was like, because this guy won the GHC once, he is now pro wrestling Noah for life. <laughs> he, that I, was like a decade ago at this point. Like, ah, uh, whatever. It's, it, it's going to be a... It should be a good match. Nothing crazy. And then, of course, uh, I think they haven't said it's for the titles. This was the first announced one, right? Yeah. They, I don't think they've said this is for the titles or not. But the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows versus the Briscoe Brothers. Well, well, Ryan, the Briscoes have a much better match earlier in the day. So this should be as lax, lackadaisical and meh as possible. <laughs> Well, you're saying that's because of the Briscoes, and I'm saying it's because of the Good Brothers. <laughs> well, no, that's what I mean. Like they're they're gonna go all out for those two. Uh, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a like. I, I firmly believe they're gonna probably have like a match of the weekend contender. Yeah, earlier in the night. Yeah, and this 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 show starts at ten. Yeah, by the way, so like, whatever. <laughs> The devil wins uh, something sky. He's drinking a beer. Brown and a nailed it. Nailed it. Ring of Honor, Super God of Honor. Ring of Honor, Super God of Honor. We got a couple matches. More like here. Ring of Elite. Sorry. Uh, I believe I believe Sean Taggart of the Pure Podcast oh, has dubbed elite this Elite of Honor. I believe Sean Taggart of the R- Pure Wrestling Podcast, which do, go check that out, uh, has dubbed this the Super Con Super Card of Connor. So that's I think that's a pretty good one. I think that's a pretty good one. Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. S Jay Lethal's trying to get out of Ring of Honor, but no matter My what he can do, favorite thing in the entire world is Jay Lethal can't get the fuck away from this promotion. He's probably going to be passed over to this promotion, truth be told. Tony Khan's been like, you know what? I don't really watch John AEW. You can go to Ring of Honor for me. You can be one of the main faces. He's going to be like... I've been a main face of Ring of Honor for like a decade, man. Excuse me? I came here to be different. Well, you know, we have just he can send out the uh, swole tweet. You just didn't cut it. <laughs> you didn't cut it. And that's why I'm uh, going to cut you. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to put you on Ring of Honor. 
Um, this match should be really good. I'm happy Lee Moriarty's on the card. It, it does look like they're going to be doing exactly what we thought of using their younger talent. Yeah, they're using the the four killers um, so far on the show. Uh, Lee Moriarty, I think, should win. Well, they have what only they only have two of the four killers, I believe. Well, they're using them. Fair enough. Uh, uh, yes, uh, an AEW show here. Also, fun fact: this was going to be at Terminus One. I was going to see this match live, and then oh, snow so this would happened. Be a lot better than that would have been, probably, because there's no stupid rules to ruin it. Well, oh yeah, uh, Alex Zane <laughs> versus Swerve. The only match here, uh, you know, well, one of two matches here that were uh, uh, ticketed Swerve. before. Um, but Swerve. before Ring of Honor got sold to AEW, Swerve. So uh, Alex Swerve. Zane versus Swerve. 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 Swerve's winning 100. Swerve, by the way, don't miss. No. Swerve's going to deliver here. Um, Alex Zane's fine, but Swerve is great. Um, do you Swerve. think? Do you think Swerve? Swerve. Swerve's going to win. Do you think Alex Zane will continue to be booked by Ring of Honor? Not a chance. <laughs> That's disappointing. GC dub for life. I had the thought. I've been. I've kind of been up for uh, Ring of Honor purchase because it was like, look, it was a dead brand. You know, it was going to be nothing. So it's it, now we have something in place for more wrestlers to happen. Probably one more match to be announced. I think for this card. We. I would think so. I was thinking maybe also. A, also, Tony Khan promised a surprise. There's going to be a surprise, I, as he often does. <laughs> I imagine there will be a a Diana match. Would be my guess. Joe. 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 Joe, 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 the King of Swing, one of the two. That'd be great. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I, I had this thought the other day of like, you know, I'm sort of concerned about. Even though Diana's his champion, <laughs> she's not currently booked on the show. I don't know if Alexander would come back. He already is like, oh, I'm not bringing a Killer Cross. Which, to be fair, it's Killer Cross. You know what's worse than one booked women's division by Tony Khan <laughs> two <laughs> I had and that's and that goes to my same thought is I was always pro this purchase because it was a dead brand and we need more places for what wrestling like that booking, brother. but because and this is the whole thing I, I've always been against him booking it because it's the same guy bookings this other show so it's the same the same things it's, it's we're gonna see what he wants to see which is why we're not going to see your killer crosses. Probably not going to see Zane again, which again, to be fair, killer cross sucks, but you know, it's a different, I vision. already like his vision. Better. It's a different vision of wrestling that does work, but it's but, just different. It's just going to be the I same. Think, That's my point. I I think he's more likely to go back to ring of honors roots than say what Sinclair was doing. That's true. And like Sinclair had the audacity to like, control your narrative, be alive, so they can go fuck themselves. Uh, you're right. Uh, we we didn't cover control no, your narrative. No, <laughs> nope, no, 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 no. I um I don't know if Deanna has a match on the show. She probably should. Not uh, yet. She hasn't been announced for one. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna take a guess. She faces like Red Velvet or something like that. I would I would guess. I was gonna say Chris Statlander, but she's currently feuding with Layla Hirsch. Nah, she's, she's she's too important. The perfect spot would be Britt Baker, honestly. You just you just do that match. I think she's not doing anything. I already, I already miss Roxy. 
Uh, Ring of Honor Pure Championship match: Josh Woods versus Wheeler Yuta. I hope Utes wins. I think I really he might. I win. legit I think, think he, he might should win because one, we we said it on the last show. We don't really think Josh Woods is all that great. <laughs> he hasn't uh, had a very good uh, pure match since winning the title. Uh, I think Utes should win. I think Utes would be uh, beneficial from this. I think this could be a point where you kind of, I don't know, maybe he joins the Blackpool Fight Club or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Um, what is it called? Combat Club? Yes, Blackpool Combat Club, the BCC. Yeah, maybe maybe he joins that. Maybe, uh, you know, they get a little pure going. Um, I'm happy the pure title's not going away because originally – in the Sinclair vision of this coming back, it was supposed to go away. Oh, yeah. Speaking of titles that are not uh, present, there's no TV title. Where's my boy, Rhett Titus, man? Where's Rhett oh, they Titus? Were getting, they were getting rid of that title, too. I know, I know. But Rhett Titus is good. I like Rhett Titus. Uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, the Briscoes versus FTR. I think this is going to be fantastic. FTR. You know, there's someone that I, I kind of been a little down on. Um, I had been down on. Let me re- let me rephrase because they weren't really doing anything. Pinnacle stuff is boring, you know. They don't. They are very likable guys, and we're seeing on AEW television where they're kind of becoming baby faces, slowly becoming baby faces. Mm-hmm. They might have a certain heart side by side with them in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good things going on for FTR. And did you watch the promo for this match? I did. I did. That's how you sell it. That's how you sell it. FTR, Ring of Honor, World Tag Team Champions. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. I think they win the tag titles here. I think this is the match of the show. I think this is, well, yeah, I think so. I think the Briscoes go all out. Um, I, I really do because this is a big match and, uh, I'm really hopeful the Briscoes just don't go away from ring of honor. That'd be weird. It'd be yeah. wrong. Um, I know they don't want them on AEW, but that doesn't mean you can't be in ring of honor. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this match should be great. This is going to be a great tag team match. Um, I'm expecting near the levels of the Briscoes versus the OGK. Same. Because one, FTR is a better team than the OGK. That's that's true. I've seen many more FTR matches that are better than OGK matches. Um, but that match was, you know, phenomenal, right? I'm Matt Taven. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I like Matt Taven, but shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> this Get should be great. Of Get out of here. This should be great. Old-fashioned tag team wrestling. It's going to be... It's, I... It won't happen, but it could have easily main evented, and I would have batted it. I, I think there's, a, I think there's a real possibility it could. There's a double world title. I know they're not going to do it. There's a unification title, two unification and title and matches. It's very clear who's losing. Well, let's talk about Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, Bandito versus Jonathan Gresham. You know, unify the titles here. What well, we Bandito's working for MLW in the future, and GCW. While Jonathan Gresham is not working for anyone in the future. Weirdly, doesn't have any other dates. (laughs) Yeah, interesting. It's almost like he's finally signing with the dub, the AE dub. Uh, This match is going to be great. This is the match we're supposed to have. 
for Jonathan Gresham's moment mm-hmm. um, a few months ago. We didn't get it. So this should be really, really good. I'm hoping Bandito is Bandito um, because Bandito is a really good wrestler. Yeah. I haven't seen what I've seen out of him from like the 2019 best of the super juniors. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping he goes all out. I don't think he has a match otherwise this day. So it should be uh, his time to shine, but Jonathan Gresham's winning. And I think, I think you get a nice uh, big challenge after the match, whether it be uh, Samoa Joe or Cesaro or Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. I think uh I think they all fit the uh I think they all fit the mold of you're just gonna be like mm-hmm. oh yeah I mean, I'm that I'm that gif of the Yes. Oh yeah, that's that's what I want. Like I think they all fit the mold. None of them would be disappointments because they would all just be amazing matches. And I do think we get more matches added to this card. Maybe a surprise match. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be smart. The it's in, very interesting about this show. <laughs> In a weird way, unless you're already signed to AEW or you're holding the championship, you have, if you want to come back to Ring of Honor, you have a lot to prove. Zane, Woods, Briscoes, and Bandito have to put on their best match ever yeah. if they want to have a, a shot at coming back. Because we know t- TK, if he doesn't like you, he's not bringing you back. Yeah. If it matters, I don't think Bandito is probably topping the Osprey one from the best of the Super Juniors. So. Sure, sure. I don't think I don't I don't think the <laughs> well, you said best match it. ever, and I think that might be his best match ever. That's true. But I think Bandito is a very good wrestler. I think he is, you know, gets into that market of lucha. Um, so I think it would be disappointing not to have him, but. Yeah. You know, well, you got to have a good, you have, you have to have a good match here, Bandito. You have two of the biggest lucha stars already in your company. Two of, not the biggest, but two of. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a challenge. It's just certainly <gasps> a challenge. Give me Pack on the show. I think Pack would be great in Ring of Honor, honestly. I think Pack would be great if they used him as an actual wrestler. He should be in the Owen, by the way. He should have a good Owen run. Yeah. He should just do more. Because he should win. The, he so should good. win the Owen. <laughs> that fits. Um, I saw. Uh, oh, by the way, quick AEW note: uh, Kanosuke Takeshita officially announced that he is on his way to AEW mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Uh, after April tenth. Yeah, I think. I think. Um... I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued by that. I also think the Owen will probably be like AEW's yearly like G1 tournament thing. Yeah, except it's the bracket, so that yeah. stuff. Well, so. yeah, yeah, you can't you can't do a G1 Ron Robin style really. I wonder if they're television. gonna have all qualifying matches or if they're just doing it for this one. I don't know. Let's find out uh, on another show. Uh, NXT stand and <laughs> deliver. Oh boy. I am ready to stand and deliver. You know what? (laughs) He's getting up. He's getting up. He's going to break everything just to prove a point. It's absurd. Oh, he stood up. Okay. Uh, Okay. Based on the top of my head of this card, by the way, starts at 1 p.m. Eastern time on WrestleMania Saturday, for those wondering. Um, It's not bad. 
Like noon, actually, stand stand and deliver. Oh, okay. Well, it's not a bad card. It's not, you know, takeover card, but it's not a bad card. I think there's some good matches on here. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? L.A. Knight versus Gunther. Woohoo! That's a good start. That's a good start right now. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the L.A. Knight thing? Yeah. Um, L.A. Knight's over like Rover, by the way. Yeah, I know. In, uh, NXT 2.0. I hope like when he gets called up, he can stay over because he, he is he just oozes the charisma, right? Uh, this is gonna be the best match of LA Knight's career, baby. You know why? Because it's against Gunta. Uh, <laughs> my name is Gunta. You're welcome. Uh, but it's against Walter. I don't give a fuck what it says. Uh, this is Walter versus Eli Drake from another world. Um, now I like the LA Knight name actually. This yeah. should be really good. I mean, it's Walter, big stage. He's yeah. not going to miss. I saw him cave in uh, some guy's chest this past week. Duke Hudson? Was it Duke, Duke Hudson? Duke Hudson, yeah. I didn't actually watch the match. I just saw the video on uh, social media. Yeah. Did you see the video of him and Persia Parada making out right next Yeah! <laughs> That's my new thing. I'm going to yeah. be coming out like that. Yeah! Uh, this match be good. It, uh, you know, it's uh, it's gun it's Gunther, so you know, I, I I I like me some Walter, but I'm I'm not quite there for Gunther. So I, you know, I Gunther isn't the timeout. No time timeout. There's time two up, different guys. They're two different guys. He's the same wrestler. You're two different guys. Walter is <laughs> Walter. Gunther is chop. a dude. Gunther is a guy. Uh, but in this still, company, in this promotion, still, he's a guy. He's still. <sighs> Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. Well, Tony D'Angelo is winning. Um, this is this no, he shouldn't. Some... He should not be winning this match. No, he shouldn't, but he's going to. Uh, Tommaso, this could be his goodbye. To NXT. Tony D'Angelo's? No, 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 no. He's gonna be Tommaso sleeping with Ciampa. the fishes. You're gonna be sleeping with the fishes if you keep you keep doing these stupid jokes about Tony D'Angelo. All right, stop with the thing. Okay, okay. Dan- Tony D'Angelo wins. Move on. NXT North American Championship it's, that's in a ladder match. Carmelo Hayes, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, Grayson Waller, um, and then some combination of Cameron Grimes, A-Kid, or Roderick Strong. <laughs> Although why it doesn't... Why can't you just do that a triple threat on this show and don't put them in a ladder match? That would be such a good match. Roderick Strong, Cameron Grimes! And uh, a kid, a kid, that'd be great. That'd be a great match. I believe I whoever I believe they are going to do that probably as a triple threat on NXT 500 this upcoming Tuesday. Oh, well, they should have just did it on a TV, whatever. Um, not TV on pay per view, anyway. Ladder matches are cool, ladder matches in WWE are often very good plunder matches. Um, it's not going to be the one that crowned a new champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, crown the NXT North American champion that you know you had you know, you, had, you can't miss stars like Adam Cole and Ricochet and I don't want to talk about the rest of the field because <laughs> the rest of the field is EC3 yeah Big Damo yeah Lars Sullivan. When is Lars Sullivan going to control his narrative? If anybody's got to control his Shut narrative, the- Lars Sullivan. And Velveteen Dream. <laughs> not the uh, not the crew of home run hitters right no. there. Um, 
yeah. Yeah. NXT yeah. Tag Team Championship match. Is that annoying yet, audience? Uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match. Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel uh, taking on slap. the Creed Brothers and MSK. This is going to be the match of the show. Could be the WWE match of the weekend. Could be. Yeah, because be these three teams are great. Uh, the Creed Brothers, you know, bless them for being so new. They're really good. They learned a lot from Hideki Suzuki, um, former Haichi man, uh, and Roderick Strong. Current, current f- tag team champion and Noah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think they're really good. Um, I think MS- MSK, of course, are great. They're one of the best tag teams in the world. And, you know, you and me have talked about it. Marcel Bartel and, uh, and uh, Fabian Eichner, they're great. They're fantastic. Right? They're fantastic. This is going to probably be a crazy match that's going to be really good. Plus, uh, MSK seem to be turning heel soon, so that should be Oh, great. and as I said, yeah! I'm just, I mean, going back to the Gunther point, saying, yeah! saying that a Gunther match is not going to be match of the night is my whole point about Gunther. Anyways. Oh, uh, that's fair. Well, to be fair, he's fighting LA Knight. <laughs> yeah, LA Knight's not. Uh, he's not the. Uh, he's not the ring general, the ring general. But I think it's gonna be really good. I think that could hit four. Uh, NXT Women's Championship match: Mandy Rose defending the title against Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. You now- should have seen my surprise this week when I learned they used their Dusty Cup win <laughs> for this match. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you remember the problem with the Dusty Cup was that like they don't have any women's tag teams, and then yeah. they they do the whole tournament and just to put two more women in here because yeah, they, because you know why they did that, Scotty? Because they don't trust Mandy Rose and Cora Jade to be a main event style stand and deliver type, type of match. Ryan, would you trust? Them? <laughs> Then don't book the match. Then well, don't no, book the match. Cora Jade's gonna win the title. Okay. Then, then don't if she's not ready. If you don't Cora believe Jade, her, no, then no, don't no, put no, the no. match together. No, hear me out here. Hear me out here. I don't think Cora Jade's as much of the problem as it's the champion herself, who's not very good and is not gonna be very good anytime soon. Uh, you know, you add two great wrestlers in Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Happy that they have a match on the show, um, especially Io because duh. Um, but yeah, Core Jade's gonna win. She's gonna have her title reign. Blah blah blah. See you later. So long. Just Goodbye. you do, you do Mandy versus like Kaylee Ray, like a couple of months ago, and put the title on Kaylee Ray, and then you can do a singles Kaylee Ray versus Core. They Jade. gotta have Core Jade beat the heel toxic attraction mother trucker. Don't make me cut a promo on you. Yeah, <laughs> NXT Championship Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. I think it's going to be pretty good. I think Brad Breaker's going to break Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler's going to sell his ass off. Um, I saw a take by someone this week that said Dolph Ziggler is better than Adam Cole, and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> but Dolph Ziggler is a very good wrestler. I think I think we've just gotten to the point where we're like, oh, it's we've, Dolph we've seen too much Dolph Ziggler. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, we've seen too much Dolph Ziggler and not enough Dolph Ziggler like doing something relevant. Yeah. I think that's the problem. That's definitely true. Uh, but this is probably going to be pretty good. Like I said, this is going to be a way to get Braun Breaker a big win on the biggest stage NXT has had in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's cool. Braun Breaker's good. I, He's good when you don't ask him to do too much. I'm just they have it. I'm just frustrated that they're like it's the same thing that they did with like Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker. That it's like, now we're, are we about to get Braun Breaker 
who is in this would be his like his 15th match he's ever wrestled in his life and he's gonna be a two-time nxt champion are we kidding are we kidding here yeah (laughs) sorry get over it it's no one no one cares you care you're already caring way too much about nxt 2.0 if you go in with the mindset of whatever then you're okay yeah uh wrestlemania (laughs) WrestleMania, the biggest preview of this. Not not biggest, most stupendous. Oh, yeah. Two-night premium live event. Oh, it surely adrenaline in my soul. Holy fuck, it's Cody Rhodes. This show. That's what I'm going to say, by the way, when it happens. It's the Sunday before WrestleMania. It's a week away, and they've sold, like, not even, like, half the stadium. Uh, they're going. They were going for eighty thousand. They got the sixty thousand. Well, the stadium holds way more. If they if they if they, yeah, if they broke if they broke eighty thousand, they would have booked a little bit more people. Well, they would have made room. Fair, they would have made room for a hundred thousand. To be fair, I don't care. <laughs> this WrestleMania sucks. <laughs> this WrestleMania thirty eight. Did you know this is WrestleMania thirty eight? By the way, I actually don't think it all sucks. Yeah, I think. There is a lot of potential on this card. The unfortunate part is it's spread into two. (laughs) So there's a lot of shit that you're like, really? Yeah. And almost all of them have celebrities. Night one, WrestleMania, AJ Styles versus Edge. That's on night two. This cage match says night one, man. Nah, nah, you gotta go to the wiki. You gotta go to the wiki. I'll go to WWE's website. I could be wrong. That probably makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to WWE's website for WrestleMania. Oh, huh. Oh, whoa. Oh, really? Oh. Well, what is this accent? Holy fuck, it's Cody Rhodes. Well, the problem is that they don't have like a good website for this. Uh, it's just, it, it just. Why don't you just go on Wiki? Fine, I'll go to the fucking Wikipedia. This is our fuck show. Do it all, gets them off their feet. Crowd is here, about to blow, ready for me to start the show. Are you just looking at the lyrics or do you just know this? No, I just know it. I just live it. I'm just I'm just built different. <laughs> Fine, we'll go to the... Oh, Jesus Christ. My father said... All right, we'll go to not cage match, we'll go to the wiki, night one. Here we go. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Probably I I don't I don't know when Seth and Cody are gonna wrestle. I don't know which night we're previewing that, by the way. I don't care if it's not announced. It's like the one thing I one of the one things I care about. Uh this match is probably gonna be pretty good. Probably should main event the show, but they're gonna have the wrong women's title match main event the show. So that stinks. Um Bianca's gonna get her win back. That's what matters, right? Uh, Bianca and Sasha, of course, had a great match last year at WrestleMania. Um, should be good. They actually made the they actually made me care about this angle from the clips I've seen. You know, they're hurting each other or whatever. Uh, yeah, it should be pretty good. Uh, they're probably opening the show, truthfully. Yeah, this should be the main event. But the problem is, if it was the main event, then it's just an entire repeat from last year's main event. <laughs> well, that's true. Bianca fighting for a title still... against a four horsewoman. And winning the title, yeah, but it's it, it would have been fine. No one would have twisted there. No one would have been upset. No, no, because then I can just copy and paste my tweets. Yeah, 
Well, no, because there was a little more history being made last year, but sure. That might be true. Um, uh, who do I think? Honestly, they're going to do I, Bianca winning here. I honestly Bianca. think they should just... You, I think SummerSlam was so bad, just keep it on Becky. Just keep it on Becky. I, 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 I just... No, don't do that. You give it to Bianca. Right. I'm saying that's what I would do, but if oh, they're well, going to do Bianca. Well, good thing you don't have the book then. Uh, listen to a former podcast I did. Hit the books. Uh, re- <laughs> uh, tag team match. Timeless content right there. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I booked uh, Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee as sure. WWE champions, baby. Uh, How'd that go? Eh, I mean, good. You didn't release Keith Lee, so. I did not. Already better. Uh, we stopped doing the show because they released way too many people. We couldn't keep up with it anymore. <laughs> we were like, fuck. Um, uh, tag team match, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Now, see, this is one of the matches where you're like, what the fuck, right? Like, who cares? Who who could begin to care? I don't know. I don't know who wins. I mean, the Mysterios should win. Uh, do they win? I don't know. Probably. They, but I don't care. Um, if, they, if they win, that means you're pinning The Miz. Yeah. Correct. They're not going to pin the celebrity. Um, yeah, I guess I'll pick the Mysterios, but uh, it's just one of those matches that I look at and say, who cares? But, you know, celebrities in WrestleMania goes is a tale as old as time. So let's just let's just embrace it, I guess, times two. Well, times like a billion. There's like a billion. Pat right? McAfee doesn't count. Yeah, well, it still kind of counts. Pat McAfee is a good wrestler from the two matches I've seen him Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Why is this on this show? I Blood feud. Week. Blood feud. I learned this week that they're calling Happy Corbin undefeated because he's never lost his Happy Corbin in a singles match. All right. And I said, how many singles matches does he have as Happy Corbin? I didn't care to look. I'm looking it up now. I'm looking. Uh, Drew McIntyre wins. There you go. Are we? Are we? Are we counting live shows? No. We're gonna count only singles matches, TV shows, and pay per views. Let's let's check. Holy fuck! It's Cody Rhodes. Happy. Do it all. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Ready. This is this is what you decided. Happy Corbin is undefeated because Happy Corbin has wrestled three singles matches. Undefeated AF. He's beaten Kevin Owens back in October of 2021. He beat Nakamura back in October of 2021. Shinsuke. And then he beat Cesaro in February of 2022. You know what they say. Oh. He's wrestled three matches from October to April. So wait a minute. His last singles match was against Cesaro? In February. Two months ago. Cesaro hasn't... Cesaro's been out of WWE. Yeah, he he sent that dude packing. Packing. So, yeah, I guess he's undefeated. Undefeated. I I don't really call three matches an undefeated streak. But I guess it's technically correct. They didn't say streak brother they just said undefeated smackdown tag team title match shinsuke nakamura and rick boogs taking on the usos boogs. 
is is Rick Boogs is Rick Boogs winning a, a tag team title here? Nothing. Definitely, no. I'll take that as a no. Uh, I was thinking about it. You had me. Th- you actually had me like. <laughs> could he could? It's WWE. It's W. It's twenty twenty two WWE. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Just throw shit at the wall if their name's not Roman Reigns. Ron Breaker. <laughs> Ron Breaker's about to be a two time NXT champion. <laughs> like, I don't understand why that's your problem. Out of all things, like what a random problem to have. Because the titles don't mean anything, man. They don't mean uh, the anything. Universal title does, brother. Well, that's the only thing that's been like very well booked. I'm just mad because it's like literally Braun Breaker has had 22 matches and he's about to be a two-time NXT champion. That title used to mean something. It used to mean something. <laughs> oh shit. Smackdown You're not wrong. SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Do you give a shit about this match? No. <laughs> I I can't stand Charlotte. Like she has go away heat with me. Like legitimately. Like I'm like I don't want to see you do anything. I really don't. And she's facing Rhonda, who Rhonda doesn't seem like she actually wants to be there. Um, so that's great. Uh, Rhonda probably wins, right? I think it'd be pretty funny if she did it though. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, we did this for what? Honestly, I don't know how long you renewed her contract for or brought her in, but if At I was least du- a year. If I was WB, I I you gotta have to put the title on Rhonda, but I would not put the title on Rhonda. Rhonda Rhonda well, seems to have gotten worse in the time off, which I guess makes sense. Um I did see her wrestle recently in one of her matches. She looked better than she did in the Rumble. Um so hopefully she'll not saying good much. here. It's not saying her much. best her best match is against Charlotte. Which might be true, but Charlotte has gotten a lot worse since then. So that's definitely true. And then probably there's two things the real happening. Event. There's two things probably happening on the show. We'll talk about this one first. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. Oh, oh. nailed it, nailed it. Uh, this is like the only thing I've enjoyed their booking of. <laughs> <laughs> on raw like i i don't watch raw really but i've watched the seth rollins stuff and this guy's like booking an interesting match all by himself yeah with no like there has felt like there's no direction clearly there is but we didn't really know if cody was actually coming in for a while uh so it was kind of like i guess it's still like slightly in the air for some reason yeah. <laughs> Like and we were like, okay, well, Seth is gonna do what he has to do, and he's been really good at. He's been really good at. It's, I said this um in the Discord earlier, which you can uh, jump into the Counter Pod uh, Discord uh, Discord at any time. Bit.ly slash co Discord will take you there. There you go, there you go. Um, but he's been doing really good work to get to this he's had he's becoming desperate he wants his wrestlemania moment he's getting cheered because people want to see him and he's had some good matches he had good match with kevin owens good match with aj styles because he was trying to steal their wrestlemania moments that's pretty much what he was trying to do and uh he's been really good on the mic uh because he's kind of has this thing going on where he's like confident but at the same time he's not and now this week on Monday, he has to meet with Vince McMahon or something at 9 a.m. Uh, to 
probably get whatever his match is. Um, I think they're going to do, you get a open challenge type match or you're going to face an opponent of my choosing or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, legitimately a big match. Yeah. I think I think it actually feels like a big match. Like this is for me, it's one. the biggest match of the weekend. Honestly, well, maybe not Brock and Ro- Roman, but it's. Yeah. Uh, I it's, think other than Brock and Roman, I'm totally in agreement with you, and I'm actually excited to see it. Like they've gotten me. Well, it's exciting because Cody's coming in, of course. But again, Rollins has made the story, and by all all signs of it, the winner is going to face Roman afterward. So mm-hmm. that's intriguing for one of the titles, two of the titles. I don't know, but uh, Cody's coming in. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm excited. You, you just said you're kind of looking for, you are looking forward to it. Um, assuming, it should be, assuming it's happening. Yeah. It should be a good match. Uh, Wrestle votes tweeted out this week that the idea is to give Cody this massive presentation at wrestlemania a big entrance the same theme song they want him to use so they want to they want the adrenaline in the soul they want it they need it i think we all need it if you're bringing Um, in cody Rhodes, you have to bring in aew cody Rhodes. you have to yeah you have to you gotta bring in the aew cody Rhodes, and you gotta book him to be a big deal the problem is which i don't think he will First month or two, I think that's guaranteed. After that, <laughs> good luck, buddy. I agree. I, we're on the same page there. I think, I think I'll he, enjoy he, it for now. He wins this match. He faces Roman at Backlash, and then after that, buddy, you're you're good. See you, see you in the IC title reign. <laughs> if he faced him for like the WWE title only and won, that would be that. No way it's gonna happen. <laughs> no, fucking it would way. be a while. I could see him only fight for the WWE title though. Yeah, they're not actually unifying the titles. We know this, which is upsetting. That means that are you saying that the Brock Roman match is gonna happen in a? Uh, it's all a myth. That match won't have an end result. No, no. I think they're gonna unify the titles at that show, but they they want two world titles still. So I think it's just gonna be like a double champion. That'd be true. Um, I mean, especially also if you have money in the bank around the corner, you can just have unified titles, yeah. kind of. Uh, but right. then the the money, real the the raw briefcase, the red briefcase, only works for the red title. Yeah, you know? I thought they got rid of that. I don't look, man. I don't pay attention anymore. Um, oh, the other thing that will probably be happening on this night will be uh, Kevin Owens having the KO show, and then Steve Austin will be his guest. Well, it's definitely happening. <laughs> it's not probably happening. It's definitely happening. Well, the probably um, what happening is uh, is discussion about whether or not it's a match. It's not a match. It's not. It's, it's just he's going to come out and do a stunner and stomp a mud hole and your classics. Jr. won't am, be it. Jr. won't be there. So Michael Cole has to give say these things. Am I? Am I going to say that I'm not looking forward to this because I am because it's the it's the glass shattering. It's the Stone Cold making his way down to the ring. It's Kevin Owens doing what he does. I thought there, uh, I thought what Kevin Owens did the other night was actually very entertaining. Uh, that's the only like full segment I watched from that show because you know you get the instant pop the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Of the glass shattering, everyone freaks out, and then you nail it with the second one because 
Kevin sold it perfectly. Um, it's gonna be fun, you know. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. The just the the uh, the spectacle of Stone Cold Steve Austin being there is enough to sell it. Um, so yeah, it's weird that like in past WrestleManias he's he was just like a surprise thing, but now they are bringing him in. They are using him to sell tickets. Well, it's smart. <laughs> you should do that. Like. Well, it's smart. You should do that. But it also in the same breath, it's like, you know, MLW does that with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. You know, there's a oh, reason there's a I'm saying there's a reason you do that. I can't imagine Ricky the Dragon Steamboat selling tickets to MLW. I'm sorry. No, it was, ML, it was MLW in Charlotte, North Carolina, I think. So, yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina. Night two. Let's finish out the show. Yeah, Night two. Of WrestleMania, Queen WrestleMania Sunday to be exact. Yeah, Women's Tag Team Championship. Impact Impact booked the same match. Queen Zelina, yeah. Queen Zelina and Carmella defending their titles against Sasha Banks and Naomi, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Speaking about hit the books, when I when I booked that, I yeah. uh, it was a common thing for hit the books where uh, Mikey and I started calling ourselves like the Nostradamuses of booking. Uh, because on that, my whole storyline for like the women's division was sent around a Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan tag team that then turned into like a, a feud when they broke up and turned to a feud. And here we are, oh, a couple years later, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Look at that. It could uh, also just be, it, it's either Nostradamus or Monkeys on the Typewriter. One of the two. I think uh, Sasha and Naomi win. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, man. Who gives a shit? A lot better than last year. Lana's not in it, so that's a good start. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Anything goes match, or as I like to call it, a jackass match. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. This is going to be so stupid. It's probably going to be entertaining. Yes. The the, the bare minimum is entertaining on this match. Yeah. Sami Zayn's very good at bullshit. and. Johnny Knoxville is legitimately the definition of bullshit. Like that's that's his entire like gimmick of jackass. So mm-hmm. I'll be entertained. Um, it's it's the celebrity match I'm looking forward to. I mean that's true. I think that's you know if it was just this one I'd be more into it. But it's yeah. you know it's it's the thing. It's Logan Paul. It's the it's the Logan Paul. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, same Jack Johnny Knoxville winning, I guess. Uh, Pat McAfee <laughs> versus Austin Theory. Uh, and what capacity is Vince McMahon involved in this match? I don't know. Austin Theory wins, I guess. He could be like um, he could be like a uh, special guest referee. Jesus Christ! Gonna watch him walk. Try to walk down there. <laughs> Gonna tear the quads again. Oh, maybe it's a good idea. It might be true. Um, Pat McAfee. I, you think Austin Theory winning or Pat McAfee? I think it could be. Uh, I think I think it should be Theory. I think it's probably McAfee. Okay, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'll go with Theory. Raw tag team title match: Randy Orton Riddle defending the titles against Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford and Chad Gable and Otis. Are we gonna get oh, a similar mm-hmm. match to uh, that one Raw Raw match a couple weeks ago, which was really good, fantastic. Yeah, I think this would probably be really good too. Um, I, 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 I'm inter- I'm intrigued that the they 
didn't do Randy versus Riddle like I think everyone expected them to. Mm-hmm. Randy was probably like, I'm having more fun doing this. <laughs> I don't feel like being heel. And they were like, well, okay. I mean, they're probably selling good merch and stuff too. So that's also why. Um, yeah, this should be great. This would actually be a great match. Um, I'm happy Chad Gable is getting a WrestleMania match. Me too. Me too. That He's I wish I, I wish it was more, but uh yeah. I wish it was more too, but I'm just happy he has a match on the card, which will probably be really good. Plus, there's a, a high chance that uh sooner sooner rather than later, uh Chad Gable's name is just gonna become Chad. So Chad notice, get ready for Chad notice down the line. Um Edge versus AJ Styles. It'll be a good match. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I think the build has been crappy, but I think this match is going to be good. Yeah, I don't care about the build. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't care about the build for this match. The build never mattered to this match. That's like, that's also the th- that's the thing about WWE is you have to kind of like start build. Give, stop. For, you have to forget yeah. about the build. You have which is just, why I, just about which is why I went out of my way to give Seth Rollins credit is because like he had actually building a match well um, because usually build doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, you know they turned edge whatever blah blah blah. Um, I. A lot of people are excited for this match. Understandably so. It's like an actual dream match. You know, mm-hmm. who would have thought we were going to get Edge versus AJ Styles? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the guy to say I don't remember the last great AJ Styles match I saw. I don't. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't. Couldn't begin to tell you. He hasn't had a great match in a long time. Edge, however, had that really great steel cage match with Seth Rollins last year. Uh, his feud with Seth Rollins was really good. Um, so I'm looking forward to this one. I think AJ brings his best. Uh, this is probably AJ's best, like on paper WrestleMania match to date, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to think about. He's had some way. He's had some crazy ones. He's fought the Undertaker. He fought Chris Jericho. He fought Shane McMahon, which is probably his best actual match at WrestleMania today. He's fought Randy Orton. So it's not like he doesn't have big matches, but I think this will be his best. Edge is still a great professional, still a very good wrestler. And AJ Styles, I'm pretty sure, can still go, but I really don't know. Uh, I'm sure he can. Well, to be fair to AJ Styles, like I think his yeah, last his last team. best one is probably that ladder match, that triple threat ladder yeah. match um, on SmackDown, I think it was, a number of years ago. Um, to be fair to him, he's been teaming with Omos for a while, so you know that's that's certainly part of it. Yeah, no, I think the match is gonna be good. You know, it is Ed, like you said, Edge AJ Styles. The build's kind of crappy, but you know the match is probably gonna be good. I mean, I uh, from the build I've seen, it's not anything special. No, um, no, which it didn't. Again, it didn't need to be. It's just about the match happening. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's how dream matches work most of the time. You don't need a build for them. Have you seen a GCW card? Dream matches up and down the card. I see Twitter. They're talking about it. Every match on the show is a dream match. There's no build. A dream match after dream match, match, baby. Nightmare match. Nightmare match. Nightmare match. Winner takes all match to unify. This is what they're saying. Unify the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. Brock Lenzer, the WWE Champion, taking on Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion. The biggest WrestleMania main event or match is a match. Let me redo that. The biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Can you do it again? Because it's not the again. It's not the biggest. I do want to stress. It's not the biggest. It's the most stupendous. 
No, that's not what they're saying for this match, though. It's literally wait it, the 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 premium live event is stupendous, but this match is not. No, this is just the biggest. It's this match the, is stupendous and the biggest. Unfortunately, it's not the greatest match of all time. That's that's the real shame in here. Uh, I. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> Call them <out. laughs> and then they proceeded to not give it the best match of the year for their company. <laughs> Which is the best part by a mile. Uh, okay. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. You have two great wrestlers. You have an actual feud that's, you know, had a fine build. It's been a long-term build. We talked about it earlier. This is the only title that's mattered. This is the only person that fucking matters in this company. Let's be serious here. Yeah. It's Roman Reigns. It's Brock Lesnar. They have one great match in their history. One great match. WrestleMania 31. I thought that was a great match. They have a lot of other matches that are mostly just F5s and Spears. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think they have what it takes to have this be a great match. I think Roman Reigns does some great work. Um, I think Brock Lesnar, of course, does great work. Brock Lesnar is, of course, one of the best ever. Um, I think they live up to it. I think they deliver a great match. Will it be the match of the week, weekend? I don't know. I don't know. It can be. It can be if they wrestle the way they should. But do I know if it's the best match of the weekend? I don't know. We will see. I'm looking forward to it and they will finally get their ultimate moment because I don't know how many moments we need this, but Roman Reigns will hold both world titles at the end of the show. And then if you no, I'm just kidding. That won't happen. Uh, <laughs> that won't happen. It would be pretty cool if it did, but it won't happen. Uh, Roman Reigns ends the show as the champion for the second year in a row. Yep. <sighs> yep yep uh no this match uh yeah the biggest match in wwe in probably well they did cena and roman at SummerSlam. yeah but this match feels way bigger doesn't it this match feels way bigger to me well because that because that because that match had you know who's gonna win that match yeah, that's true. This match that is ma- like that this match, match is, also. I agree that Roman could win, should rally win here, but you could also could. you could see it. it's Brock, yeah. man. It's Brock at WrestleMania. Yeah. This is probably the biggest match since WrestleMania's main event last year. What was? What was? It the, was uh, Roman Edge and Daniel Bryan. I don't know if that match was that big comparative to this. It was one. pretty big. I thought there was a chance that someone will ah. Uh, if we want to think of big matches, See, I I'm no thinking big, I'm thinking juicy big matches that I can sink my well, teeth into, like this one. Real, real struggling here. Well, there was an entire pandemic pandemic as well, so yeah, yeah. So, we're, so we'll go back to 2019. We'll go back to 2019. Are we talking as big of a match as uh, Co- Kofi versus Daniel Bryan? Mm. That was a big match. Everything about that felt WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Not the main event. Didn't have the main event. Sometimes it's, it was better. better it's, I was say it's better than it didn't main event. Yeah, that was um that's it's probably the biggest match since then, because you just never know. Uh should be should be a spectacle. 
Should be a spectacle. Should be stupendous again. WrestleMania <sighs> premium live event, two nights on Peacock. I'm going to make the take here right now. This will not be the worst WrestleMania of all time. Well, yeah. Well, I don't think it can be. I think they have enough good matches that it won't be. WrestleMania 27 exists, and that is some of the biggest hot garbage I've ever seen. There's a WrestleMania where Lawrence Taylor main evented against Bam Bam Bigelow. That I don't need to tell you much more about that. Uh, there's multiple WrestleManias that are just, you know, complete utter dog shit that if they, especially if they didn't have like one match, like WrestleMania 13, if that didn't have Bret Harvard versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, woof. I, I think this show is, is, could, I think I agree with you. It could be a great WrestleMania, but I think it's like teetering on the edge. That yeah. like if if the matches don't deliver, then it's shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna. I think it helps that you're guaranteed a moment with Cody. You're guaranteed a moment. But what if? Imagine if Cody if, doesn't show up, then it's they're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Folks. If I see Cody on Dynamite this week, they're fucked. <laughs> Cody's facing the bunny. <laughs> He's gonna be in the Owen. Oh, oh boy. Man. Well, we're finally done. So let's go to bed. This was a long show. I overslept. Yeah. I want to go to bed. If you've ever wanted a three-hour ring post radio, well, you got one, baby. Um, you did. And you'll probably you get did. one again next week. So thank you all. Next week? Yeah, next week's weird. I have no idea how that show's going to go because tell you what, we're not recording after WrestleMania night too. That's for sure. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, not worth it. Not worth it. Uh, so we'll we'll figure that out, and we'll let you all know. We'll see you at le- very least next week at some point, next Sunday some nice, at some point. Ice cold takes for you. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we'll yeah, yeah, see you all then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotty, anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Follow me at Scotty Wrestling. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the other thing in my head that I can't remember. Match of the week. Do you have a match of the week? Oh, do we want to do matches week. of the week here. Match of the week that we didn't talk about. <laughs> Good about. luck. <laughs> Good luck, man. We talked about everything. Uh, Kento Miyahara versus Shuji Ishikawa from All Japan Pro Wrestling Champions Night 3. That was fantastic. That happened on Monday, so it counts. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'm going to say... Adrenaline in my soul. Holy fuck, it's Cody Rhodes. Adam Cole versus Jay Lethal was very good. We didn't talk about that, but that was a very good match. Oh, yeah, I forgot that existed. Yeah. I'm also making my way through Crockett Cup, so uh, I've watched night one. <laughs> oh, you're not going to get anything from there. That's for damn sure. I, Crockett Cup was NWA so in the dirt that we... <laughs> Didn't even talk. I even know Crockett Cup was happening. I've been watching NWA literally. I've been watching the NWA it, TV shows on YouTube, and I had no idea the Crockett Cup was last weekend. It's not even good enough for in the mud. It's in the dirt. I did hear that night two was actually pretty good. So I, I'll be the I'll be the judge of that. Don't lie to me. It wasn't good. NWA stinks. It is the worst. Don't lie. Don't even put yourself through it, man. Just, just don't. I know you're going to, but don't. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta watch it, man. I look, man. I only have to watch ten matches. 
Crockett Cup Night 2. Oh, my God. I only have to watch 10. The audacity. <laughs> three, the audacity. Three of the matches are Crockett Cup matches. Every other match is a title match. They have six titles in this promotion. What a what a company. What a company. Is that even a company? I don't even know what it is. It's a, jo- it's a joke. That's what it is. Crock Cup Night 1 ended five minutes early or something. It's like 15 minutes early, and they had to stall for 15 minutes. Honestly, that is incredible. The fact that they were able to finish early, not late, not late, early. That is an accomplishment in itself. But then... But then and then uh billy wouldn't cut billy wouldn't cut the feed he was on the commentary poking like this was happening tomorrow get ready hard sell into the camera he wouldn't cut the feed i hate that there you go you got a little bit of everything today folks uh so we hope you appreciate it see you all see you next week bye bye this has been a count out podcast